0: The last one standing, two hands in the air, I'm a champion, you'll be looking up at me when it's over, I live for the battle, I'm a soldier, yeah, I'm a fighter like
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I am Chris. Well, good on you for sticking to script, Chris. I,
2: I went the same this way, this, this way today.
1: This way.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I am really excited. Thank you very much. We are Supercoach Insider. We are. And you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash SuperCoachInsider and on Twitter, SC underscore Insider underscore. And the reason I'm excited, Chris, is because you're not feeling well and I get to do a lot of the talking. Yeah,
2: you can talk pretty much the whole time. You might notice my voice is a little husky. Some would say that's uh, Russian with love. But um, no, I'm uh, I'm just a little bit under the weather. My partner works at a, a childcare center, which means that she brings home pretty much every form of sickness known to man, which is great. I'm glad you said
1: sickness, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been very dangerous. It could be. Not very PC. Hey, there's no,
2: there's no R. Kelly in this situation. It's oh wow! <laughs> to say it's
1: not very PC when all I can watch is PG, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, so how did you go this week, Chris?
2: Ah, uh, the week Captain of, Fife? i I'm really hoping, and we'll keep an eye on this um, live update as we do. Um, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, our Captain Fife, which was probably the biggest letdown of my week. Um, I had the VC on McCray, and um, look, I, I, I probably we were throwing up. Yeah, when we were talking last week um, Gorn was a really good option and that's who we, uh, we, you went with which I went great. with Gorn
1: hallelujah and I would
2: have gone with Gorn except for the fact that he's in 60% hallelujah. of the time so he would have been a popular popular VC option hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> well, I respect that um, and McRae's still only in, I think, just under 20% of teams. I think seven. percent Well, if you had McRae, so, it makes sense. So, it's a no-brainer to go him anyway. So, I thought, okay, well, I'll go him. He had an awesome last quarter, and we'll go through that in the round review. But um, apart from that, was pretty underwhelming. So, 105 wasn't enough. And then I uh, went McRae
1: was, okay.
2: What I didn't realize with five, and this is stupid me- not having Sandy to tap to him with and having
0: <laughs> probably
2: the most informed rack of the comp on the other side of the team probably didn't help the situation in hindsight.
0: But yeah.
2: I probably should have had the foresight to see that. So that's probably my fault. So put my hand up there. I was trending for a big score that would have been in the 23
1: 2400s. Well, I feel sorry for Fife because he was trying to he was trying to raise the roof and trying to yeah you know, get the ball from Sandy except he ended up elbowing someone in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's it's possible
2: that's true. And um, we will touch on that. I- I'm confident that should be a week. Uh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: we'll see. We are, we'll see are waiting. Goes, we are waiting for that one. But um- So I
2: ended up scoring 20 to 11. So it wasn't too bad. And I actually ended up going up in rankings. I just... It's just like what could have been. Like oh, my for team, sure. I think everyone had really everyone, bad weeks. I think everyone had
1: a what could have been week. Yeah. Uh, so I got 2150. Uh, What could have been? I, may, I mean, I, I went VC gone. I was going to go into danger because yeah. I'm just waiting. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just stupid. But I'm like, danger's going to go big. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like, you got 130 or whatever it was last week. So I was like, okay, danger against the Suns. He's going big. So luckily, Gorn just played before that. I'm like, right, I'll take it off danger yeah. and I'll wait. 139. we were even chatting at the time. And Titch was going off, yeah. so he slowed down. So in the end, Gorn was probably one of the better captain options for the week. I think he's probably the best. Yeah. Except Chris, like a lot of us, we got rid of Tim Kelly, who went nuts. Yep. absolute bananas. And because I had How out of the game, so I end up having to make some changes. In my team, I brought in Lance Franklin, worked out okay, but I ended up playing a okay, game like, well, I'll put Heaney to the midfield to cover Tim Kelly, so didn't lose many points there, a little. But then I put, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna put uh, Tim Smith or whatever his name is from Melbourne. I'm gonna put him on field. That Chris, makes sense. Instead yeah. of and we'll I was like Holman or or Smith, and it's like, well, Smith's gone really good lately. Holman could get you 20 to 130, and yep, yeah, So between him and my emergency Murphy, who filled in this week for How, bloody How, in for one week. Seriously, I just cannot believe it. So between those two guys, I got 39 points. Uh, luckily, I got 21.50. I was expecting That's pretty to pretty good considering
2: that you had yeah. two players that scored you 50 points. So Yeah, less 39 not, points between
1: yeah. two people. Uh, but yeah, so I rose uh, 390 people, uh, which I was very surprised at. So, I mean, for me, I thought it was a horrible round, but uh, I know some people didn't even scrape the twos. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Conversely, I skipped both of those. I didn't have Tim Smith on field. I didn't have Murphy on field um I did unfortunately trade um Tim Kelly so but um my trade in for that, but he was went low. West Off, He so went I, low
1: for a couple of weeks, yeah. and he was, you know, I didn't want him to drop more cash. But now he's probably looks like he's going to hover uh, a little bit more, anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my
2: plan with him was to hopefully not trade him until the end. I'm not too upset. I mean, Westhoff didn't do fantastic, and we'll go through that again in the round review. But there's 50 points that I missed there.
0: Yeah.
2: So yeah, it, it could. It's what could have been? I still went up. I went up um, 435 places again. So, I'm now just outside the top 1,000. I'm uh, ranked 1,024. So, the problem is this week... What could
1: have been? You could have been like top 600. Now,
2: this week, I'll probably go up again because I've got a lot of players that don't have this week's buy. So I'm probably in an advantage position this week yep. and I'll probably go up. And
1: I've got a lot of guys in my defense yeah. line that's out this week, but you're missing a lot in round 14. Yeah, so
2: we'll si- we'll have to weigh that up we'll at the end of the, the next three rounds. Uh, am I at plus or minus that uh, 1,024? Uh, I think at round 15, that's really where you should tell. So, um, but Other than that, I actually won eight of nine league matches. I, I did lose one of those. Um right.
1: and our leagues are
2: going quite well. Um, I they think, are. So. Uh,
1: our leagues are doing pretty well. We've got a couple of real shiners, Chris. Oh. Um, and I'm not talking... Like a Chris Brown kind of shiner. Uh, so, okay, let's go into So the bonus league is ranked 83rd, mm. which I think is really good. And uh, Insider 3 has jumped to two sixty first. So nice. those two teams are really hitting those top 100. Our podcast leagues are 145. The sausage rolls are 1545. And, um, yeah, so apart You're from still that. still making like,
2: ground, though, I think, because um, the uh, SCI Chris leagues at 460.
1: So. Oh, getting there. But, um, <laughs> look, they're doing really well, especially a couple of those uh, elite uh Elite Crews, um, I, I feel like I can be confident saying. Uh, quick little update, which obviously this will come out by the time you hear this anyway, but uh, Nat 5 still going, 15 minutes, and they say normally it's a pretty good sign when the jury cannot decide. So it's been going on for a little while, but uh, let's see how that goes. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so banter of the week, Chris, uh, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to go with Stonesy <laughs> this week. Uh, it's,
2: unfortunately.
1: <laughs> I feel like... I don't know. Maybe he's like our long lost son or something. <laughs> and please don't meme that. So
0: a <laughs> long lost son.
1: Um, no, no.
2: It's, it's honestly awesome the amount oh, the of work crips. that he puts in. So it's yeah. great. But um, uh, but like the
1: buys, mate, you're <laughs> going to have to up your game. All right. You've set the benchmark. And if you want to get banter of the week again, you're going to
2: have to give us a little we, more. We might have to branch outside our horizons. But there was one that we, uh, we did share on both our facebook and twitter profiles which was um so obviously doing the, the crips uh, downfall which i loved personally because i don't have crips well
1: and i love mcrae going low as well you'd have to love mclean actually having a low yeah, game heel really drop yeah. so mcrae's had well, two hundreds now so
2: i'm like Ooh. that's exactly what i wanted to happen because those are the two uniques that have been hurting me all season that i don't have in my team yeah so uh yeah that's an- another reason why i really need to maximize points this week and just didn't unfortunately get there so that was really u- unfortunate um, but yeah, so, I mean, first of all, why are they playing Crips? That's another story, but they shouldn't have played him. He was clearly un- underdone. Um, but yeah, so Stonesy put up a, uh, a picture, a, photoshopped an image of of, of uh, Crips with uh, that cool. massive thigh pad strapped to him uh, with the background of the Walking Dead characters <laughs> walking along. Uh, so I thought that was pretty good. So well done there, yep, Stonesy. And he was, l- was limping
1: good. to the finish line. So, uh, I think we had
2: over, at the end of it, we had over 40 likes between on that just between Facebook and Twitter for that, yeah, On nice. photo, so yeah, good on you, buddy.
1: Yeah, good effort, mm. good effort. Um, well, we're, we're going to get straight into the Q and A's this week, um, uh, just because it is a very tough and challenging time. Yep. Even I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. So we'll, we'll and go not through.
2: That, I mean, there's not even tra- no one's going to trade in premiums this week. Um, no, not oh, not really. Weeks
1: and it's a little bit tough, but um, not really too many premiums out there on offer except for uh, Port Adelaide players. But even that's a bit more of a tricky situation. So we'll go through the Q&As. We'll have a bit of a read-through. Then we'll add a little bit of our own personal flavor uh, to the end of that. Just Flavor to- Flav. Sorry. What's <laughs> <laughs> that, our catchphrase? <laughs> flavor Flavor. Uh, okay, so let's go into, we'll look at Facebook first. And uh, basically, so Liam is talking about upgrades this week. Uh, so people that were looking for whether, um, you know, whether we should be downgrading, whether we should be upgrading. So who are we looking at? Um, again, I think only the Port Adelaide ones are the only ones that you can or probably Gold Coast consider. If you
2: want to take a real left field, turn, yeah. Who, who
1: on the Gold Coast? Chris? Ooh, no, yeah, I'm no. not.
2: I'm not keen on anyone. Mate. No, they <laughs> get Gold they get Coast. they're getting
1: belted. So um, I think really it kind of comes down to. Paddy Ryder, if you get desperate, but he's not showing that much. So realistically, I think um, Nick Nat is ahead Jacobs, of him. you've got Jacobs
2: though, and you're trying to fix that up, yeah, you've got the three trades this week. So Jacobs to Ryder, I wouldn't be against.
1: I wouldn't be against that either. Yep. Um, but then you essentially from there you're looking at uh, Robbie Gray, Westoff and Boak. Yep. Uh, Westhoff and Boak are probably at this point in time ahead of Gray, based on I think Gray's break even is about one fifty one. And he's played the forward pocket for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he did. So and he's mean, not he's not bad. I think he's still a very good option to have. Yeah. Except when it, it scares me that he's playing that much forward pocket, Chris.
2: Uh it does. I mean, he, he can score goals there at the end of the day. But I mean, well, how many goals did he kick? Three, three
1: goals and he got didn't even get a hundred.
2: Yeah, and you know what? It was an inflated ninety-six because um, one of the goals he got was a go-ahead goal with four minutes to go. Um, so that scored quite heavily and I think he even may have had a contested mark to grab it down or maybe it was a free kick or something. He did get a contested mark. Whatever it was, it was big points. That, that one goal would have been worth 20, 30 points. So, um, between the kick mark, um, and contested possession, goal, and then you're scaling. So, um, yeah, it would have been interesting to see what he would have kicked, uh, what he would have scored if he didn't kick that goal or if he wasn't involved, um, I'm not, I am I'm am worried about him but what I'm less worried about now is that is I think he will transition to midfield and he'll have his games where he just plays midfield yeah. and he'll have his games where he just plays forward and it was it was testament to Tommy Rockcliffe so we didn't we were uh, Luckily I know I know we suggested not doing it in our well, position Well I
1: was considering it yeah. but then you the hindsight master mm. Uh, and it did make a lot of sense I was like but it was just so cheap that was what was getting on my mind and all yeah. the hype all the hype you know, but the, I know I got sucked in everyone, a uh, lot Dr. Dr. Supercoach did. got sucked in I think so a few people did and um yeah, and then like first quarter he was on twenty five, and I was like, oh, that'd be right. Yep. Next minute he's tagging Tom Mitchell because and Mitchell's that's, going here. Isn't that
2: just a, a case? So if there's got if they're having a problem in midfield, what do you think they're going to do in the next? Well, rounds? that's
1: now it's set precedence yeah, where he he did it last year yep. for the Lions because he wasn't doing very well. So like, look, you just run with some people. Yep. And then next minute Portela's like, oh, well, you just go and run with that guy. And you think you know Rockcliffe is. You know, the ball beast master essentially running with the guy with the most disposals in the competition ever. Yep, a- and you'd think they would find the ball. No, they both had like six disposals each or something in the second half. Something uh, horrible. If
2: you're Port Adelaide, that's a massive win because oh, it is. honestly, Mitchell ran around like with he was on 99 at half time before getting a tag.
1: Yep, so And I was regretting that's my a huge win
2: for Rockliffe. And and if, but the bad thing is obviously, Port Adelaide will see that and go. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! You could do that for us now. Yeah. So I think personally that Gray will actually definitely have more mid minutes in the in future games, but there'll be games where he just plays forward, and there'll be games where he just plays midfield.
1: Yeah. So, so but he's he's stealing, though, yeah. he'll get you sixty to one sixty.
2: Yeah. Exactly right.
1: And that's you when he goes massive. Well, I'm okay. In.
2: With, I've got him in my team, and I'm okay with that. But if you're not confident in that, then don't get him in. But what I will say is he'll probably end up averaging around about one hundred five. So. Is he a bad F6? No, the hell no. no so he's not bad. I wouldn't say that he's a bad upgrade target too.
1: No, I don't think so either. And my only point is, is that he's probably not a good upgrade this week. Simply because yeah, his break-even is 151. Break I think, I think you can wait a week. Yeah. If you're missing a lot of forwards this week, which I don't see how you are well, because... Boak would
2: have a high break-even now too. I mean, he had a 48 last week, which really yeah. impacted But him. if
1: you look at the guys out, you've got you know, Hawthorne, Carlton, the Dogs. There's not really many good forwards in that option. Yeah. So you're not looking for forwards this week, I don't believe. I think there's a lot of defenders um, out. So um, Boak
2: with a Boak with his 125 the week before. Yes. Um. He's only got a break-even of 100. So next week, you'll probably have a higher break-even than this week.
1: Yeah, that makes which sense.
2: Which is insane. So,
1: that does make sense. Um uh, okay, so James would like to know uh, if we could have a special guest on our podcast, who would it be? <laughs> and he said, and not Zorko, because we all know you want to have him have him round for coffee. That's true. I want to guess, Chris, can we say former players as well? Would that be fair? Because of course. Because I know Dane Swan would have to be. Oh, mate, you had me list. in one. You had me in one. <laughs> I had you in one. Yeah, yeah. The great Dane 100%. Swan. The amount of times I had to hear about the Brownlow winning premiership player, Dane Swan. Uh, I tell you what, I'd, I'd love to, uh, you know what I would love
2: to do? I'd love to, he actually ran, a, this is an awesome competition by the way he ran a competition for the end of season you get to go on a trip with him and whoever goes over to um, Vegas for like a week or whatever and party with Dane Swan like how awesome would that be so imagine like you just you just chilling in Vegas with Dame Swan and Dusty just doing what <laughs> getting up to ruckus. I reckon he that would loves be his
1: pina coladas as well. I saw some videos. He, he
2: doesn't love a bit of coconut in their pina colada. I don't
1: like coconut. Really? You don't like a bit of Malibu? No? Nah, I don't no. like coconuts. Fair enough. That's I'm, a weird thing. It is a weird yeah.
2: thing. I don't know. So what what would you be? I mean, apart from Richard Champion, of course, because you know you can't keep track. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Actually,
1: I saw her. I saw her this week, and then I kind of did the whole like I can't look at you in the eyes, and then I kind of cracked up laughing. So. Yeah, and I was like, your dad is like a legend. And she's like, that's right, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wow, I'm also this big. <laughs> Hashtag mature age. Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not too sure. I think um, having a beer with Jonathan Brown would probably be a good way to go. I think he looks like he could get uh, a couple on. of beers. Yeah, a few kegs. Maybe he Over has a barbie? A- and even more importantly, I think he probably has the number uh, for Dane okay. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could probably. Which order a champion's some. probably one step too far away from the club at this he'll point. He'll
2: probably be able to. We can order some coffee and get it, Uber to take it to him. Yeah, for that's sure. Fine, yeah. And then
1: he'll accept the tickets from Brownie. But no, I <laughs> <Yeah>. sabotaged it, <laughs> exactly. and it's from me. So you pop out of the cake. <laughs> oh wow. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so next one. Uh, Stu wants to know. Um, so obviously, you know, West Coast have the buy this week, but is. Um, Liam Ryan an option so he's 192k uh we spoke about this just before anyway um I think it really depends on where your team is sitting I know when he went out we were like oh what a great time you'll be able to get him around the buys and it is a good you know a really good sort of statistic for that uh that sort of element but um know, yeah, some of the guys like Fritz and stuff's like 400k so even you're only making 210k Yep to go to him and sure he'll be really good cover uh towards you know being at, uh, you know, on your bench which is that's a really good important factor But you could get a guy and make another $75,000, and that's the thing. And at this point in time, I don't really need cash cows, Chris, because I'm about to fill my side. Yeah. So you're looking at being able to get, you know, a really top-end premium compared to like a $575,000 mid compared to a $500,000 mid.
2: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, most people that you're trading in at at now in, in point, if you're going for overall anyway, you're not looking to make cash out of them. You're looking for them to score on your field or you're looking for them to be a F7 or a D7 or an M8. Oh, sorry, M9 or whatever it is. Um, so you're not really, you don't really want them to make money, but you just want them to be consistent. I'm actually looking towards maybe even just holding Bailey Fritsch and putting him as F7 and yeah, you know, upgrading someone else. Um, and I think that he would be a great loophole option. If you're looking to do that from a Liam Ryan, I think he would also be a great loophole option. So I don't hate bringing him in, but I wouldn't be bringing him because you want to make cash. I'd be bringing him because you want him to, to have him for the rest of the season. Yep. Um, because otherwise you could make more cash going to someone else. Yep,
1: and I do agree. Um, like, like, like an a- O'Han. Yeah. Hey, hey. hey, Um. <laughs> so finishing off, sorry, Liam Clark's question earlier, um, talking about the upgrades or whether you just sort of downgrade. I think this week, you, if, you, if you're if you not going for one of the port players, I think you really want to try and uh, build your, your chest of, of money. Yeah, it's mostly the um, Downgrades this week. Um, it's mostly downgrades and getting yourself ready to really spend some money in the next couple of weeks. For example, McLean, Yo, Hurley, um, you know, those kind of guys. McCray, if he drops enough, um you know, he's probably a couple of weeks off actually. So you know, I think really trying to downgrade and get your money ready and get your get your strategy right too yeah. and work out which, which rounds you would like if, to attack. If you're playing for
2: um for overall, then what you really should be doing is um this is probably leading a little bit more into buy strategy. Um, is looking at your opposition over the next three weeks and see where they're weak and then attacking the uh, those rounds. So if you're playing a guy this week, okay, so where is he weak? Where can I get an advantage on my field? Does Is he only fielding 19 players and four of those are rookies? All right, so if I have 17 premiums on the field... Um, then I'm likely to score a lot more than him. So, have a look at the teams that you are versing over the coming weeks. Damn it! What? <laughs> Nat Fife out for a week. Hey, that's good for me. So, the reason why that's good, Nat Fife is gone for a week. Um, if you have a lot of players on your field, so I'm fielding this week 21 players. So, 5 going down helps me, but it hurts someone else. So, people who have 18 or 19 on um, on field right now, now they're forced to the only the 18 that are on their field are going to score well for them. So if I've got now 20 players on field, I've got two options of low scores that can just be junked, uh, thrown out the window, if their rookie scores so be it. you know, like a Lachlan Murphy or a um, Charlie Spargo. You know, those scores, if they go low, you can just throw them out the window. Who cares? So, it advantages people who have a lot of players on field this week. Same with Rory Laird. So, Rory Laird is looking like he might actually witness this week with a fractured hand.
1: Yeah, I'm running 18, and that's with Rory Laird, and that's with Canelio playing at this point in time. So, mm. I am uh, in a little bit of trouble, I think, Chris. Although You Cornelio- might make it up in the back end of the buys. Well, if but- Canelio is out, I could probably muster it and put a forward. Across uh, to the midfield, but uh, I don't know actually. I don't think I might have already done that, so we'll see how we go. Uh, anyway, uh, moving across, Zane says uh, he's looking to upgrade uh, Murray. Should I go Yo, Hurley, or Howe, uh, or after their buy? Well, I think Yo has their buy this week, so yep, that's the so easiest. You definitely question. can't go Yo. Um, no, no, as in upgrading, so he's talking about for next week, so looking to upgrade Murray.
2: Okay, well, well,
1: yeah. I, I think you're better off. Sorry, yeah, I think you're better off waiting a week wait this and then because Murray plays this week. If he does, Joe's the best defender
2: does, on that list? Easily,
1: actually, if Murray does get named, correct. Otherwise, yeah, you'll if you put him in, you're only getting one round out of Hurley or Howe. Anyway, Yep. um, I'd probably wait and then get two rounds out of. Um, yeah, again, it, it it
2: does depend on your structure
1: and, and who um, you have out. If, if you
2: if you're going for league or overall, if you're going for league, then it doesn't matter when you bring him in. Um, as long you just sacrifice this week. Um, so, look at your opponent. If he's got yo out, then it's not a disadvantage than going to yo anyway. So, you could look at that as an option. So, um, it's definitely, um, you got to take that into consideration.
1: And look at Liam Clark jumping platforms. Over here. Unless man. there's another Liam Clark on Twitter. <laughs> Good on you, Liam. A uh, oh, question on the Twitter now. Okay, so he does get it. He knows he's switching. Um, is Jack Crisp the real deal? Never. Is it time to bring him in now?
2: <laughs> Look, no, he, I understand why. He's actually scoring really well. And um, I have to say that the, the the way that Collingwood are defending is really, really well. And, so, and they've got a softish draw. Um, I can't say that you can't bring him in, but what I will say is you've got to be prepared for the odd stinker. Jack Crisp is prone to just... Absolutely torture team at the most ridiculous time. So yeah.
1: Yep, he's known to uh, skip the odd bar. If,
2: if it's a real like, okay, so he'd have to be a D six. He'd have to be your last, your last
1: upgrade. I don't know, I'd probably rather Billings. To be honest, oh. on my field than having a crisp on field. But,
2: uh, I, I will, I'd I never bring Jack Crisp in because I, I, there would be nothing more frustrating in my life than not having <laughs> to only watch yeah. him turn the ball over for real, but then also have to watch him impact my Supercoach team. So it's not going to happen for me.
1: That's fair enough. Uh, Little Macca was, uh, wants to know with uh, Miacek. Is it Miacek?
2: Miacek. Miacek. Um, no, and, uh, I think it's Miacek. Ma- um, I think uh, Chizo used to go to school with him. Is that, right. is that right? Yeah, I think he was saying that he, um, uh, he's um, he got an affiliation with him. That's, that's somewhere. Uh, Either he played football with him or he actually went to school with him and he uh, corrected us on the pronunciation. Oh,
1: well, bless yeah. bless your cotton socks, Cheezo. Yeah. Uh, so he wants to know about job security, Chris. Um, I think if you're going to go for 102 k rookie, you can't expect job security. It's yeah. kind of one of those things that you just have to go with if you want to really try and bank some cash and hope for some luck. Uh, I can't do that because I have coming, so I really can't. Bank the good on news Lux. is,
2: the good news is with uh, with uh, uh, Majacek is that you don't actually have to bring him in until round fourteen, even a uh, best case scenario. Yeah. Um, but I'm assuming you're asking because you were trying to go early because you need cover for this week. Um, I'd probably go Heron, especially
1: with Hall being in, out Heron, for ten to
2: twelve. Heron, if you're deciding between the two, Heron for job security, and this is why Buckley had a press presser today, and say, and one of the questions was asked, can you play Brody and uh, and Reed in the same in the same attack? And Buckley flat out said no. So yep.
1: and and Collingwood have got a lot of defenders at this point. So
2: yeah, and so you'd either be. He's, he's being groomed as a forward right now, so it'd be, it'd be very, very unlikely for him to go down back unless there's an injury to Dunn. That's the only thing that I can think of.
1: Or Reid, because let's face it, he does his well, hamstring if, if every Reed two Well, if Reid goes weeks.
2: out for longer... Yeah, yeah for then, sure. But, yeah, I can't say that he's got great jobs. Well, with
1: Aaron Hall being out for 10 to 12, I actually think Heron could be a pretty good option.
2: Yeah, the, the other thing they've got, they've got KK in the twos at the moment. He's sputting it up, of course, but there's every chance that Jacob Heron could make way for a, a, a Cade Colo. So... Um, Look, again, I, I have to say the answer is there's no way of telling. But what I would say is, at very least, you're probably going to get more games out of Heron in the immediate future than long term. I wouldn't be bringing either of those two in to look at as a long term D7 or at all. There's no way.
1: That's fair. Uh, Tim Smith wants to know who should I pick up this round Westhoff Gray, Menangola, or Tom McDonald? Oh, I like
2: those options. Those they are, are some
1: just, a, just, a, just very a- interesting options, although I'm a little concerned that his name is Tim Smith because you hurt me this week. <laughs> Oh, did you bring hilarious. yourself in last week or did you know you were going to cop a... Show us your 26. Yeah, cop Show, a knee in the back. Show us your back. 26. Did you cop a knee in the back? How are you feeling, He actually did. Tim go, Smith? He copped it big time. I know, time. he did. He yeah. did cop a big time. That's his. My criticisms are not justified, yeah, Chris. Uh, look, I actually... I don't know Gray with his big break even, but if you go on, for price isn't an issue,
2: obviously he's got the money, so it's not and an they're, issue. But
1: the best Richmond this week, so it could be a very tough game. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Um, a f-
2: I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. Do you think Gray? They play Gray in the midfield this week just because they're gonna need. I him? think.
1: I think they're going to need him against the Richmond midfield. Uh, Tom McDonald. very interesting. I know we flagged it as a possible option a couple of weeks ago. Um, don't forget they've also come off what like 100 points, 90 points and what was this one like 80 points or 70 points like Yeah, it's just And they've, they've played off, Collingwood with this week which they probably three. will get another
2: 80 point win so <laughs> well, They've
1: come <laughs> off three really big wins. Um I you know like Tom McDonald's doing very well. He's just signed a contract, bless him. Uh but now he's got the money in the bank and his job is secure for 4 years. so I expect him to have a bit of a breather. Yeah,
2: congratulations by the way to Tommy Mackers. There uh, there's nothing more frustrating and I I really hope the landscape changes with player movement. But there's nothing more frustrating than every freaking week hearing about is Tom Lynch going to Collingwood or is to- is Tommy Mack going here or this is what they're worth in the open market. I can't stand that chatter.
1: Yeah, but from if a there's nothing club else, perspective, if there's nothing else to talk about. I mean, if, yeah, Tom, I know. if Tom if Tom Green's not going to nightclubs and punching people, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or if uh, Harley Bennell is like not hurting his calf and sort of complaining, yeah, Fife is out. I know. We've been refreshing. <laughs> good old, bless the old man. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, if yeah, you know, they're just going to write about crap, Chris. Which is it's just a funny part about it. Um,
2: Meta goal is an interesting persp- uh, proposition because he's proven us all wrong. Really, at the end of the day, yeah, you know, we were uh, we were very cold on him pre-season, and whilst he's not averaging near what he was last year, he's still turning out quite good numbers. So good on him. I reckon um, I reckon he's sort of taken the challenge by the scruff of the neck. If I was choosing any of those, I'd go be Gray because Gray's guaranteed to be top six regardless, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, the other ones are a bit scared. doesn't matter. I know we talk about Men and goal and that sort of thing, but yeah, I think they're a bit more risque. I think um, I think out of the other ones, they're likely to go
2: seven to ten as opposed to top six. So for me, Gray's a lock. But I, I already they, have they, him. They
1: could be yeah, anywhere from seven to twenty. I picked him 20. as number
2: one forward this year. Yeah, so it's still possible. For me, I think he's six, I think he's easy. second overall
1: at this point. So. Yeah. Uh, And especially with Darling now going down, um, hurting the old calf, uh, no, ankle, sorry. Um,
2: If you just look at um, Melbourne's um, uh, future, though, in terms of their their list, so they play Collingwood this week, which will be a tough game. I I don't expect Tom McDonald to get the free reign that he has in previous weeks over other clubs. Um, Then they play Port at Port Adelaide, so that could go either way. They do have, then, a couple of easy ones. So, they've well, got three weeks in a row of really ooh. easy games. Jose, Jose, Jose. Juicy, So, St. Kilda. Um, so, they will have Carlisle back for that. But
1: St. Kilda at home, Fremantle at home, Bulldogs at home. Yep. And then it gets a
2: little bit tougher. So, yeah, the, the, the end and of the season gets then the vers- gets and then first, Well, Geelong, Geelong,
1: Adelaide, and then the Suns, which the Suns will be another 100 points. Then S-
2: Sydney Eagles-Giants to finish off. So. Ooh. Their last – six of their last seven rounds are against top eight um contenders. So – Well, Giants. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I reckon they're going to come back. I hope so. I put I put them in the – they're going to start to get people back and people back and people back. They just beat Adelaide away. I reckon that's going to boost them Bit up. Of confidence. Josh Kelly's coming back into form. I reckon their team's going the right way. Yeah, I think they'll forward. be fine.
1: So. Uh, Sika says, I know it's different with all coaches – uh, what about general recommendations, Chris, um, for the round 12? So no trades, one up, one down. Um, he's looking at possible options, even though he probably won't, but looking to trade guys um, for cover. So ones that were meant to be playing, but they're injured and then trading someone else in, which is something we mentioned briefly, like I don't I don't want to really trade, but if say, Caniglio's out with a concussion, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to toss up the value on, okay, a guy that's doing well in 42% ownership, but if I can trade him to another guy with less ownership, uh, it's essentially I think has a better chance to average top 10 for the back end of the year to get another round out of him and and you can't i found the port and gold coast actually had a top 10 worthy person but they do not that's um, the issue isn't it? that's the issue so, so the issue I'd is be, not
2: necessarily that so it's not necessarily a bad thing to do it's no. that there is no one to trade to that will not have another zero in the so, company
1: league. so then it comes down to looking at for me like a Trelaw or a kelly mm. for guys that i wouldn't mind getting into my side anyway but I get one more round out of them, so that could be a hundred points essentially. If then you're I down to push. seventeen
2: players, or if you're down, you know, below that, then line, it's, whatever
1: they score is guaranteed yeah, in. Which exactly is right. The, the thing.
2: I would say then that's an option if you're traded up. If you have got plenty of trades, it's an I option. do
1: not have plenty of trades. So
2: I don't have plenty of trades either. so I might
1: do it anyway. So <laughs> I'm well, you know, go dangerous. It, you know? live dangerous. I got to chase live, down Chris. Gotta, I'm a doggy on the edge. <laughs> um, anyway, What's so uh, Shrek. No. I'm a donkey on the I'm edge. I'm a donkey on the edge, no. Just
2: Murphy? Made up. No, it's just you know why? What's it's because it? my voice I'm can't a donkey quite, on the edge. <laughs> it's my voice can't quite communicate the quote that I was going for because of the, 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 sounds made the, up. the huskiness.
1: Sounds made up. Um, um so Nelson wants to know Cole or Murphy to Austin. Uh I'm looking at Murphy to Austin this week because I think word. Austin's
2: gonna be a popular trade target, but I do wanna touch on him briefly. So he's one fifty nine K. He has had two great scores. Um, and he's been playing a role that's conducive to that. Um, that role is about to change. So, uh, obviously, uh, what's his name? Carlisle's been out suspended. You got two matches. Yeah, so he's out for one more so week. So he's out for one more week. So that's great for this week. He comes back the following week. You've also got Nathan Brown to come into the 22. When that happens, I'm not sure Austin stays there. That's the thing. So I don't know about his job security.
1: Yeah, I think Rice might stay.
2: I think Rice stays. And it's also really hurt Webster's scoring potential. So I think this week you can uh, yeah, bank another like the, bad Webster score. Well, Webster's
1: like the second tallest guy on their backlight. Yeah, so. he's,
2: he's 188 centimetres and playing basically second-tall second tall defender. They've yep. got no one down there above 188.
1: You'll probably be on Lance this week. Yeah, it's going to be a whitewash.
2: Anyway, so um, the, the, there is an issue there, and they know about it, obviously. They're really just trying to manage it. Um <laughs> I don't know if uh, Austin has long-term job security, and he also has the round 14 buy, which really hurts me personally in my team, because my other um, uh, rookie that's not on field is uh, Isaac Cumming, who is not playing. So the only real way that I think that I can possibly get Austin in is if Cumming is named this week. It gives me enough sort of credibility to go, all right, well, worst case scenario, I've still got Isaac Cumming for round 14. Hopefully, fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, I hope but it gets names because it, my defense is gone. Yeah,
2: so I I don't really know if I will trade to Austin this week because of that. It's it's really thrown my entire trade plan out. The other thing is Murphy hasn't made much money. No, and he got a horrible score or two. Yeah. No less.
1: 215
2: like two fifteen. Two flat,
1: maybe. Anyway.
2: Anyway, so that's re- that really hurts me. And uh, even if so, if I do go down to Austin, I'm only making forty k. It's just uh, it's a nightmare. So. Yeah, I'm not really um, too keen on, on it, but I can see why people would, and I wouldn't advise against it. I'm just
1: reserved. Yeah, 208k. Yeah. So he went up. So I'll, um, make, well, I'll make 50k. i I make 50 ki mean, whoop de Like Yeah, it's not so much for money. Like If you think he's exactly. going to play for the buys, but so then if So if you- it's not
2: for money, yeah. I don't need the points on field this week, and I don't need them next week. So if it's not for money, why am I training him in?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
2: Because I don't think he's going to be long-term job security-wise. So that's my issue.
1: Yeah, and right. I, I share the same issue, except my defense is so deplorable at this point in time. The only Excellent. way I can get around it is if I put Sicily into the forward line and bring in another defender, but it's probably early for that as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, so Jimmy the Plop wants to know, uh, thoughts on having two premium players from one team in the same position, i.e. Ed Kernow and Cripps, Hern and Yo. And I'm going to ask one question, Chris. Would you put Heaney and Franklin in the same forward line? Would you put Dangerfield and Ablett or Selwood in the same forward line? Would you put... Dane Swan and Pendlebury. Yeah, for sure. Well, Treloar <laughs> and Pendlebury, like, is it? Yeah, or, yeah, back, back in the day, like, yes, yeah, JP, JPK would. and Hanbury were fouling up. After the buy,
2: up. yeah, 100%. I would 100% do it. And um, But, I mean, if personally, you know, I'd choose Ed Kurnow over Cripps. Uh. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you.
1: Um, you are high off your ass. If you don't put Ed out in your team, then you are the biggest hypocrite I'm, ever. I have been
2: seriously looking at Ed Keno for a long time. You are high. As he's going to fall last off for Cliff.
1: He's going to fall he's, off. He's Do you cliff. know
2: Did you know that he's averaging more than Crips?
1: Yeah, well Crips had a bad round this week, mate. Yeah,
2: so he's averaging 3 points per game more than Crips.
1: He's a trap. He's not, a, he's not. He's not a trap. Hour. And he's he doesn't break down every tra- every six rounds. No, he'll just tag or something. Yeah, he's a trap like he his hasn't younger brother. It like barely a trap at all this a trap like year. his younger brother. I'll his tell you that. His
2: younger brother's great in draft. You should try him out one day. Yeah, one day. Uh,
1: <laughs> anyway, last question. Michael uh, said he's got Don Barry. He was hoping to have him for buy coverage, which. That would have been a good theory about four weeks ago. Uh, Barry, we said I think not really going to play. Uh, could
2: play this week. He hopefully. had twenty nine disposals in the week. Um, that, that would this week. be great. So I'm, if I'm, he did, I'm hopefully. hopeful. I tell you what, if he, if he does, that'd be amazing. Well, he's a sort of player that can come on and and actually his form dictates whether he yeah. stays in the team.
1: He might he might play for a round or
2: two. Hundred percent yeah, for sure. He could be the best thing that's ever happened to our teams.
1: And the last one uh, he wants to know is looking at sort of people to bring in. So Darling, with Darling out for what is it four to six weeks. Uh would you consider a JJK who is dirt cheap at this point in time had a big score this week? I
2: would, but um and I th- I think that I honestly believe that Jack Darling was basically a placeholder for Josh Kennedy's role anyway. So to be honest, it here's two things that are really going to impact in scoring SC wise. Without JJK they'll probably get a Liam Ryan in. So a smaller forward. yeah He does have marking ability but what that does is it moves uh Josh Kennedy back to the goal square which is where he plays his best football, and it's also where their focal point and target is, just like Darling was going crazy in those first rounds. Why do you think Darling hasn't been good for all these years? It's not because Darling's not a good player. He just plays out of position for what his true strength is, right? He he pushes up the ground instead of being a goal square player. So I do think that Josh Kennedy will go up. I'm also of the opinion that when Jack Darling does come back, he goes back to his old role and is not playing the same role. So I think that he will actually go down in value quite substantially. I think if you have got Jack Darling, you've got to trade him. Right. There's oh yeah, four to no, six weeks. You've got to get rid of him for sure. What, what, what it will mean for Supercoach is that hopefully Scott Lysett spends more time forward, and, and Nick, Nick Nat spends no, more time nuts. in the ruck, or vice versa. Because I mean, Nick Nat kicked two goals playing in the forward line in the first quarter last week, so um, that's so, great for Nick Nat's going. And scoring. here's some one twenty nine this week without Jack Darling for the whole game.
1: Yeah. So here's Just some saying. here's some caution. Right, so coming up, the Eagles I think actually have the hardest draw. They do from here.
2: They, 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 it was all happy roses when they were playing shitty teams over in Perth.
1: Right, so <laughs> now they have vs Sydney away. So Sydney's defense really good. Then they're vs Essendon at home. So Hurley pretty good.
2: Yeah, right? but should be should be a good match for yeah. them. Yeah.
1: So oh, it's still good. I'm just saying, is in. Then they have Adelaide. Then they verse the Giants. Then they so verse got- Collingwood, the Dogs, North. So North, not bad in defence at yep. this point in time. North at Eddie had two, yeah, I think, correct. Isn't it? Yep. it is so they're one of the, uh, no in Tassie. Uh, so they're oh, one of the okay. best defence uh. at the moment for keeping people down and scores. Uh, Fremantle, Port Adelaide, Melbourne, and then finally the Lions, which will be the easy one at the end. So yep. it's not exactly the easiest draw if you're looking to bring in a forward for a team that might win. I think they might win maybe what six out of ten. Maybe five and five. Look,
2: typically, JJK does this thing where he goes one sixty or he goes sixty anyway. Yep. So you've got if you can, if he'll probably average ninety five to one hundred during that time. And if that's what you're looking for from your F six or maybe an F seven. What I love about JJK is that um, you could use him as an F seven. I've noticed though that of course um, West Coast a lot of their games are on a Sunday, which does not make it good for loopholing, because you can't actually see his score before you bring him on the field.
1: So, like all the Melbourne rookies we have this week. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. What a pain. Um, so, um, so look, I'm not against it, but and I see see a lot of reasons for it. But just temper your expectations into what you expect. The issue is right now there are a lot more forwards that we never even contemplated, averaging over 100 at this stage of the year. So, there's six or seven guys averaging there. 100. there's plenty of
1: other good options. Uh, Westhoff, uh, Mundy, McDonald. Hogan. All these guys, at least 95 plus. There's a, a plethora
2: yeah. of people to choose. People trying to fill that F6 role. There's just so oh, many cute. options. So, so, your F7, I'm okay with that with a JJK. Or you could obviously get JJK in after this week takes it through the buyers reevaluate and then go from there so could yeah could
1: be worse you could have spud billings
2: <laughs> it could be a lot worse could be a lot worse well um, and that's not even going to be that much cash i think you know billings is it's probably only 100k from billings to oh, less. um to jjk so yeah be interesting to see how that goes less all right. Um, is well, that, uh, let's go through just the remaining Bower boys that we didn't touch on. So
1: yes. Uh, so Austin, one ninety-five k, negative one hundred and two. More for Richmond as a forward, one thirty-three k, negative forty-eight. So not sure I'd recommend that one with uh, Rioli apparently on the fringe uh, of coming yep. back. Um, Jones, one twenty-three k.
2: Jermaine Jones. What a Jermaine, name. Right? No, he actually he yeah. did a
1: good little sidestep and a few little tweak tweaks. He's got stuff. some X factor. He That's does for sure. have some X factor. Uh, Heron, 102k with a break even of negative 27, had a horrible round. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get named, except for the fact that maybe Hall being out might have saved him a little. Yep. And O'Hearn in a couple weeks' time, so I'm looking at maybe going early on O'Hearn to bank some money. I uh, got an 84 on his first game, like 29 disposals or 31 disposals or whatever, whatever it was. Had a, a good game as a forward mid. Yep. I'm thinking about bringing him in early because there's not really much there that I like. And I might take the risk to get some money ready for next week. And it's a spending spree.
2: Nice. All right, cool. So um, I probably, I, I'm, I'm kind of playing not doing any trades this week. Um, I don't have a lot of money, but I also don't have a lot of need for cash. So um, yeah, in defense, my only rookie on fields is Dodi. He's over 400K now. Um, so I plan on doing him to Hurley in 2 weeks time uh, which will probably cost me 50 60k.
1: Uh Billings to JJK is 80k even.
2: Wow. So that's not a bad little trade there. I got- I'd, I'd be hopping on that train if I had Billings.
1: Shut up Chris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, um let's get I into also the have so uh, Fritch is my um my last forward uh forward and forward line he's over 400k now too. My upgrade would probably be to McLean in a couple of weeks will be sub um, sub five hundred k, so it cost me hundred k. Um, so that's those two trades would cost me what 150 160 k. And then I've got one uh, midfielder to fill. I don't know who yet. It's it's so up in the air. But who I want is my M eight. I'm and now seriously contemplating Tom Phillips. Like he's just blown me away um, the last couple of weeks, and he's a Collingwood player, so I get a bit of bias in there as well. I'll
1: get a Trelaw mate.
2: Um, yeah. Tr- so I'm um, tr- Trelaw. Um, maybe Oliver. Um, I was looking at Cripps until he just proved that he actually, just a Actually, Oliver, like Oliver would be cheap. Ed Kernow. now. Um, I was looking at Dane Beams, but he probably will go up to price too much before I can actually feasibly get him. Um, yeah, so there's a, there's so many that I could go into that M8 spot, um, and they're all not that expensive. You know, you, you're going to pay a five fifty k for one of those guys.
1: That's so, fair. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get into the round of review. Our first game was Sydney and Carlton. Chris, uh, what did you make of it? Um. yeah no I mean
2: look at the end of the day we were obviously watching the game um,
1: <sighs> I was a bit funny that uh, I was texting Chris at the start of the game my curse continued to start the game so oh, I brought, did yeah. I brought in Simpson Simpson got <laughs> like 70 I brought in Howe How got 58 or whatever it was I bring in Franklin and then straight away he got like frustrated gave away a free kick a 50 meter against and he was like negative and I was like I did it again. Like, Franklin was doing horrible. Lucky he pulled it together, got a couple of goals, got 100. Um, yeah, so I could have got Walters, but I went Franklin just because I was like, eh. You made points on that. So, I mean, you're yeah. probably not worth the extra cash. But no, but St. Kilda's their last easy game, really, before it starts to get knuckled down a little bit. So, hopefully he goes nuts against St. Kilda this week with a good old 170.
2: You want to hope so? I, the value I, is just not there. I want to hope so. Uh, look, I mean, he's, he probably should. I mean, his tallest opponent is... Uh, is uh, what, a third game player at the Saints or how many games do you play at um I have He no would idea. have played under twenty games at Port Adelaide, so um anyway, uh so um I mean my biggest take from it was how the hell they, they did they played Crips in the first place was is beyond me. Um well, started I, off pretty well as well until he got the uh well, he had the Hewitt tag. Actually, and no, Hewitt I'm played- thinking last week
1: <laughs> he started off well. Yeah, no, he didn't. No, he didn't do he, well he at really all this didn't. week. And it was good that I did not. I had him as VC in draft, which was lovely. Uh, but, yeah, for those in standard, I know a lot of people were yeah, throwing it on.
2: had a lot of turnovers. Um, I think he was on... N- Negative eight at one point, um, had some free kicks against, was continually turning the ball over when he did get it, which wasn't very often anyway. Hewitt did a great job um, of uh, keeping him out of the contest, which yeah, was really good. He's
1: probably the second best tagger at this point behind Jacobs, I think.
2: Yeah. run with. He, say, he really negates. Um, but he also, I think he's, he's probably better at his attacking play oh. whilst doing it. I think he got something like nine clearances as well. So not only did he completely shut out. Um, Crips from the game he also did a really really good offensive work for the, um, their midfield as no, well no he's
1: doing very well that I heard he got a little email today a little, <laughs> oh, really? a little pigeon courier coming across from what Port what exactly Adelaide. did that say mate from Port Adelaide okay. Rocky's like how do you stop somebody and get the ball
2: <laughs> fair enough yeah that makes sense and how do you
1: handle the pressure of oh that's right no one trades you in your side
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a bit of a um, a Twitter stash with a couple of people but yeah, all in fun jest there was just a bit of banter um, but obviously I traded in Parker a while ago. Now, a while ago when um, when I traded out Kelly, I went to Parker. So my opinion of Parker is that I believe that he'll probably average around about 107, 108 this year. Um, he's currently averaging 101, but he was averaging 99 before the weekend. Had a big game. He was actually on, I think he was on 80 at halftime or something close to that um, and ended up having a fairly average second half and finishing on 125. Um, so that's really good because probably the, it's one of, I think, two times that that trade's worked in my favour where he's actually outscored Cripps. Um So that was one of the big things from from my weekend, and I was really excited about that. And I had a couple of posts about it and, uh, and yeah, I saw. got into some people. But um, the, the the end result of that is uh, Crips is now averaging less than Kurnow, so he's averaging 111. We always said that if he's averaging 110, which is what we think he's going to average for the season, um, then he's probably not worth it as a top 10 pick. He's probably not going to be a top 10 pick. And to be honest, it looks at that uh, stage at this at this time because he, he, there's more of those where that came from. I don't believe that he, I mean, granny has got a week off now. I don't believe that his body is going to hold together for 22 games. It never has before. There's no evidence to suggest it will other than the fact that he had a good preseason and now halfway through the season, he's really, really sore he's just I'd love to know what they actually do to get him up for games it was just yeah bit of a rub yeah a bit of a rub he's gonna need more than that um <laughs> I was good to see uh, Sinclair come back into the folds had a pretty good game
1: yeah after having a bad game against the Lions <laughs>
2: yeah um, Lloyd even scraped together a 90 after having a pretty slow start oh he
1: had a very slow start it was yeah. like 27 and a half time I was, lo- and loving I, was, that. I was loving it yeah I was like ha and then the next minute he gets a 90 and everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, Lloyd. We got
2: enough free ball in the back. Lloyd. <laughs> um So you you still happy with Kennedy at this point? I mean, he's obviously yeah. turned up. But well, he's, not he's, he's, getting a li- no, he's getting
1: a lot of hundreds flat, so he hasn't mm. blown the world away. But he's definitely not my um, most upsetting person. He's getting yeah. hundreds and he's ticking my score over nicely. So for the, the price I paid, I mean, you're always going yeah, to have to fill that up,
2: price. You can't really complain. You're always yeah. going to have
1: to fill up your side with guys at some point that are cheap. So a couple, like not a heap of them, just fill your side with a couple of these guys. And for me, he was the one this year. Um, He he always goes well on the back end. So I'm hoping he'll end up start averaging that 110 I, plus I on the back so. end. So.
2: Um, Simpson probably would have disappointed a few, but not me. I, I love when he goes low. Um, but this is what's happened all year. So if, with Simpson, it's a 140 or a 70, 80. It's There's no real in-between. I mean, he might have a, a low 90 or something like that.
1: And next week it'll be a 140.
2: Yeah, exactly right. So I, feel I mean, like I it's whenever I watch the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so maybe don't watch it anymore. Yeah, I'm still con- contemplating bringing Simpson into my side, but he's not really hurting me. He's sort of that guy that's averaging about what everyone else is averaging. Um, Webster's my POD against him, so even this week, you know, he still scored more, but I think overall over the year, Webster probably averages more. So that's uh, my opinion, but... Um, I like
1: how you finish with that's your opinion.
2: Yeah, well, it is. It's just my opinion. It, uh, at the end of the year, we'll be able to tell us whether my opinion was right or wrong.
1: Yeah, aka Petraka.
2: Uh, I was getting called out actually for my uh, opinion on Twitter. I said, oh, what's your rank? And <laughs> <So laughs> Now I'm, I'm doing the point to the scoreboard. Oh. I'm pointing to the scoreboard at the moment. So subtle. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. Very, very subtle. I'll probably subtle. back off from that.
1: Uh, I've been very impressed with Haywood actually. Uh, not yeah. so much for Supercoach, but he's, uh, he's just got some in good the right hands. spots.
2: plays a little yeah. bit like Chris Maine, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding that was that was probably too late no I, I actually do like up. I do like Hayward so yeah good on him yes but overall um, yeah it was basically the most boring game
1: yeah ever. it was about that so let's There's, just let's I mean this
2: entire round review is probably going to be boring because there was just blowout after yeah, blowout except for the last game I think oh,
1: Hawksport and uh, Adelaide GWS Even that game
2: was all one side it was just surprising that Port were even in it to be honest
1: Alright well let's just give the easy sum up then shall we Chris so Bulldogs and Melbourne uh, I was actually thinking oh Bulldogs showed up kicked the first few goals Melbourne were looking a bit lackluster they weren't quite getting around it next minute they get that confidence I am really interested to see the Mondays game because I think the way Collingwood play with that free flowing movement with Melbourne I'm not looking forward to it I I think the way Collingwood's best brand of football, the game that they've been playing and winning, that sort of brand of football, Melbourne's doing it better. Yep. So if Collingwood try and change it and lock it down, it could be interesting. But the way, the, yeah, the, the best brand of footy that Collingwood's yeah. playing and winning, Melbourne do it better. So they uh, can't just go out there and play that running I'm type cons- footy and yeah, cons- get beaten.
2: I'm concerned. So here's my issue. We've actually been playing really, really good just with six defenders behind the ball, and we haven't been tempted yet to throw a seventh in there. I reckon they will throw a seventh in there because uh, their attack threat's too high. The issue with that with me is that that completely eliminates their ability to score. So Collingwood cannot score if they're outnumbered in, def- in their attack. Right, so they considering they that two two it.
1: teams that have been heavily scoring, you think it's going to be a, a real low-scoring
2: grind? I th- well, I think it's going to be a testament to it's just an outwit-outlast. It's a bit like Survivor. I, like and- Geelong,
1: Like the Geelong game, maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah well yeah and and Collingwood got run over the top of I think that's probably what it's going to be like I'd be surprised if any score got uh, any any team got over 80 points but you know Collingwood might score 40 or 50. If they play that defensive style football, it's not. It's that's not going to win them the game.
1: So there you go. Bet for a score under 150 points. Yeah. that'd be a huge margin. Well,
2: the other alternative is Buckley just throws caution to the wind and plays attacking football and tries to shoot shootout. Yeah, which would be fucking awesome. It'd be way. an
1: awesome watch. I that's am weird. going
2: to the game, and um, a, uh, I think a couple of guys that have contacted us. So, yes. Um, yes, I'll try and get. I'll get back to you close to the weekend.
1: I think one of them's talking about meeting at a bar, but it sounded like don't if your missus is with you. So um, is that the strip club bar
2: or something? Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, yeah. but th- there is a there is actually a strip club that we found by accident, by the way, right across the road from... Um... Yeah,
1: by accident. Chris was leading with his nose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ash walked into this bar and like the, the security guys were like, uh, are you guys sure you want to go in? We're like, yeah. We walk in and there's just like we're, all these guys just like cheering at a stage and this girl completely naked. And we're like, uh, this is awkward. Do you want to stay? Or it's just like, I'm okay with it. I'm like... It's just awkward now, so we just stood there for a bit, and then went. Why is it awkward? You said it's okay. No, it's just like, it's like cause like, even though I'm there, I can't just stare at the girl. You can. No, it's like trip clubs is not a place you take you take your girlfriend. It's just yeah, not. just
1: listen to the music, kick back, put your feet up. <laughs> Mate, sure it is. But you're walking around with a free clothes like coat hanger, so I don't know what your clothesline. <laughs> so I don't know why you're worried. Anyway, so look, there's not too much to take from this. Bontempelli, uh 128. So he's highs and lows depending on the role Bevy gives him. He did kick a Classic few goals. Bevy. He kicked a few goals though, and early ones. He kicked two of the first to really set his score. Well, he's up been nicely. doing that lately, actually. Uh, Lucky Seagull Hunter um, doing a lot better than Zaharakis, who we traded for because he's in our, out with a shoulder injury. Good old Zaharakis. Yeah, he'll, I
2: think it might be collarbone out, and uh, that'll be that. That could be only a one weeker.
1: Yeah, or they might give him a couple of injections, uh, but he hates injections yeah. actually, so he'll be out uh, for a while.
2: Probably, yeah, yeah, not a needle fan. Toughen up,
1: mate, take the drugs.
2: So, McRae with the 105. So, one thing I noticed, I'd love to see his last quarter stats because he was, I reckon, he was on 65 at or 68 or something at three quarter time and had a massive, massive last quarter. And that was the, the, the McRae in the last quarter was the McRae that I've seen all year. So, I'm not sure if uh, Melbourne just slacked off him. But he was getting loose. He was getting uh, uh, clearances. Was the game was over. It. He wasn't kicking the ball until the last quarter. So one thing I noticed was that his kick and ball ratio was really out. in the last quarter, he got it back to even. So he was kicking the ball a lot more. Uh, and, yeah, they probably just let a tag go or let a, uh, you know, one of them just go. But, yeah, he just actually dominated. And that was obviously um, they were moving the ball forward and moving the ball forward.
1: Oh, so. so Tom McDonald, freak getting marks kicking goals and pushing up on the wing and stuff I think he's 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 starting on the
2: wing and pushing forward it's
1: just stupid and Maxi Gorn had like 59 51 59 hit outs could have actually gone like a one seventy. Yeah. Um, like he, like I think in fantasy, he, he went, took him. He, he took a bigger. mark
2: out ten, again, fifteen meters out, slight angle, and shanked it and almost went. Just out keep the board. handball next time. or kick it.
1: Kick, <laughs> kick, kick a snap. Do a banana. Do yeah, something. Yeah. Do a
2: Stevie J or just some, do something. Yeah. Or even
1: a, like yeah, he's kicked a few good, uh, good old banana goals, but yes, I reckon yeah. he just kicks it on the outside of the boot.
2: The, the thing with Melbourne is that a lot of their goals they're getting from five ten meters out, so they're either getting him over the back, over the top. Yeah. Or um, they're getting it uh, running back with the flight. They're and the, the ball's coming in over the top with the for out from their back line. So their their ball their ball use and ball movement dictate that. So it has been really really good, and they've got the ball in the, uh, uh, the right people's hands. For example, Bailey Fritsch. Oh,
1: he's killing it. One oh, eleven,
2: mate. I loved having him on my field. Did oh, you like
1: it? Yeah, he was great. He yeah. was on field. It was much better than uh,
2: Smith. Do you have him on field? Yeah, he was on field. Well, I thought you traded him for like someone stupid. No, I was
1: thinking about trading. Uh, no, if I was going to trade him, it was going to be to get Rockliff in and Walters in.
2: Uh, I okay. would have
1: had to get rid of Fritz early. Yeah. And lucky I did not do that. No, nah, because he's our
2: friend in the Fritz.
1: He is our friend yeah. in the Fritz. And yeah. look, in, and the problem is, is that he's actually going to be too tough. I think to probably trade out next week when he has well. His wife. That's why I'm thinking that's of a tough one.
2: well, yeah. He's he's definitely not going to have the break even that's suitable for it no unless he has like a 40 or a 50
1: which doesn't look the case but
2: what i'm thinking is literally holding him now for the rest of the season as as the f7 as that guy that if he spikes a 90 you chuck him on um so i'm really i'm really contemplating that i mean i only need one more forward it's probably going to be mclean because he's the only guy that's really hurting me um, but I don't need to get him for a couple of rounds. So it, it'll be interesting to see how, how it, it would pans be. out.
1: Uh, Hogan's doing well again. So these forwards for Melbourne, just with their big scores, they're yeah. just going big at the Insane. moment. And I don't see that trend happening for the back end of the year with some tough games. I think yep. Melbourne is playing well, but they're not going to have the easy games. No, I agree. Uh, Oliver, again, proving underrated, I think, uh, 16%. He got a ownership. lot of
2: junk time points. Back, I, was, I was actually looking at it. There was five minutes to go. I think he was on like 102 or 104. He got the rest of those points in massive junk time. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. Well, good on him for you know I, I Again, doesn't help me, but I know other people that obviously um, have him at, uh, that were loving that extra little junk time points. But yeah, good on him. Petraka um, got
1: a ninety-five. Still not averaging eighty for the year. Not so unless, even. 80. Unless Kurnow falls off a cliff, I think I'm in trouble.
2: I love. What is Kurnow averaging? Just out of uh, curiosity.
1: Charlie, eighty-four. Ooh, oh, it's getting close. It's getting Eighty-five, seven-point margin.
2: That's, that's that's a lot. At that level, you have to really spot up injury. to injury. Yeah, that's true. Well, then he doesn't play yeah. for the rest of the year, and then you've got to rely on him keeping that score. Up. No, if he gets a twelve or something, pulls a Tim oh, Smith, yeah. that'd
1: be nice. So um, yeah, so
2: just so just so everyone's aware, um, Tim Smith copped a couple in the, I think first and second quarter, a knee in the back, and then he leaned on his ankle awkwardly. He didn't play much time on ground. Um, so to be honest, it wasn't a real reflection of him, and I would. I don't know if he's going to play this week. That's another consideration. That
1: is. If um, he does,
2: great, but yeah.
1: And Lever obviously doing his ACL hurts. Um. So the Hibbard scenario. Conundrum,
2: yeah, isn't it? Well,
1: it could be interesting. I still think he's not going to do very well. But, You'll uh, at least have this week to have here. a look at him. You will. And so that's, that's a positive. If his
2: role does change, watch the game this uh, this week. Um. Yeah, and, and then make a decision from there. Uh, look, he might be someone that, I mean, he's that cheap. I could str- sideways trade him from Dodie right now. That's how cheap he is. So if I really... If, if 390. Yeah. If Hibbard's oh. role has changed, awesome. If he pulls out a 120 this week, he'll be in my team in round 14.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds fair. So. Uh, and Lee, I think it's the same knee he hurt when he was in juniors too. So that'll be his second knee, Rico. Ooh, unlucky. Yep. Uh, anyway, so I think that's pretty much it for that one, Chris. Uh, let's move on down the line. McLean
2: was interesting, wasn't it? Because uh, McLean... Uh, had a really, really good first quarter, I think, and then really stopped. Yeah. Like, hit a Mack truck. (laughs) And the guy's not very big, so hitting a Mack truck would do some serious damage. he
1: he hit the wall, literally. So uh, let's go into Port and Hawks. Chris, you can start us off.
2: Yeah, so um, look, the the game at the end of the day, um, like, you know, Port got some goals early, and that helped them. Um, At the end of the day, Hawthorne definitely deserved to win. I don't know how Port were even remotely close to them doesn't make sense in the slightest. Um, the, uh, Robbie Gray got a go-ahead goal to go with the, Yeah, four to five minutes uh, left in the game. Um, and then they it forced Hawthorne to uh, to get another one. I think uh, Roughhead kicked that. So um, that would have been why he had such an inflated score as well. Um, was really impressed with uh, Tom Mitchell because at the end of the day, um, he, he, without a tag, he's just going to go ham. So be prepared for big scores from Tom Mitchell if he doesn't. Um, if he doesn't have a tag. So uh, that's Testament. I mean that's silly from from us thinking or not thinking I should say. Um, he was a good VC option against Port. Did we not say he was a good VC? No, and oh. I don't think anyone did. You know, no one actually took into consideration Tom Mitchell. but again, if there's if that team doesn't have a regulation tagger, Tom Mitchell's always going to be a, a VC That's or true. I
1: thought he was going to go 115 or something and be a bit too hard to take as a VC, but... Um, yeah. yeah One thing
2: I also didn't take into consideration was I didn't realise again that Hawthorne were playing in Tassie. All oh, right. So, again, that swings massively into the favour of I Hawthorne. did, and I
1: still tipped Porto Lane. And it,
2: look, <laughs> and it looked really good until I li- Porto Lane spotted up. I realised as I'm selecting my tips, going went oh, I'm going to switch that back to Hawthorne. Because I thought that there was going to be a Port... If they were playing it in Melbourne, I would have tipped Port. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, good
1: Port. The uh, Brisbane game, they nearly choked. They're not closing out games too well, except for the Adelaide game. They did really well, but... Uh, well, be
2: yeah. interesting. To see, I mean, they do have a, a, a very nice uh, run into the finals, um, but they are
1: ninth couple, at the moment. Yeah, they've got a couple of hard games coming. Oh, they're ninth. Oh, look at yeah. that.
2: So, uh, it would take... Well, it's this... Okay, so this game this week with uh, Collingwood and, and Melbourne has oh, massive implications for teams like Port and Adelaide um, and GWS who obviously want to try and get into the eight. It is a massive eight-point game for the Pies because if they actually win this week, they go to eight wins, four wins um, from the 12 or five wins from 13. And then they have five really easy games the rest of the year and then a lot of 50-50s. So... That if they make the eight and push one of these teams out, this game could be the difference in the decider. So it's a huge game for everyone that's not in the eight. They all want Melbourne to win. So if Melbourne wins, and that's great for them. If Collingwood wins, it's going to be really tough to get into the eight from here on in. So um, just some information for you guys out there looking at uh, maybe some betting.
1: Yeah, look we had a guy
2: messaging us some, yeah. some crazy bets that he's been putting on. Which yeah, is was
1: cool. it was um was it check to kick the first goal of the game, first goal of each quarter. He bet like twenty five bucks on yeah. each each of them. And and it was like forty-one to one, so he was winning like a thousand bucks because he kicked four goals in the game. He was he kicked the last goal for Collingwood, forty-one dollars. There's a thousand dollars and whatever it is. First goal, of the second quarter, there's a thousand dollars and whatever it is. And the first goal in the fourth quarter, a thousand dollars and whatever it is. So he won like four grand or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Good on so, Yeah, you know, get getting it on. And Now they won't let him bet anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always oh, the way. He tried um, to bet
2: on um, Jack Reault, first goal scorer this week, um, and they only let him put on a two dollars fifty stake at. I think it was at thirty dollars. Yeah, or something stupid. Anyway, anyway, Sicily um, again. Uh, look, I don't think there's more adjectives we can say about Sicily.
1: If he's not in the AA team at the end of the year, I don't, I don't like. I think a thank you is uh, in order, Chris. Why is there a thank you in order? Because since I've brought him in my side, he <laughs> has not missed a week.
2: That's true, and he also hasn't. Uh, you, did, you missed his spud score, didn't you? Because he had one. I six did. I missed
1: year. his spud score, and he has not missed a round.
2: Yep. Nice work. Oh, he had a 70... He's about 70 to miss his recently. first round this
1: week. Oh, is he? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, bye. <laughs> um, so, he he actually dominated from behind the ball again. Um, and, look, the the, whole, the the game was spent majority... So, this is the thing with the Westhoff. The majority of the game, especially the second half, was all in Hawthorne's half of football, and it really impacted Westhoff's scoring. So, Westhoff went 40 points in the first quarter, and you were texting me about it going, dude, Westhoff's just going yeah. crazy. And he went really well. What happened was in this um, at the end of the second half, or close to the end of the second half, and the start of the third half, Westhoff started turning third the half. ball over. Quite, oh, sorry, the quarter, third quarter. Yep. Um, Westhoff started turning the ball over. There was one series of pa- passage of play where he had uh, an uncontested mark in the back pocket, he had a direct clanger, so he kicked the ball out forty meters, and it was a contest situation clanger. Right, um, ball comes back in. Uh, gets spoiled, gets spoiled. He takes another uncontested mark and grabs again. I'm like, oh, well, okay. At least he's, you know, getting back those points. Kicks into the man of the mark. <laughs> and I'm just like, I want to murder you, Westhoff. What are you doing? Um, and then he was swung forward and the ball didn't really come down there and he wasn't able to link the play uh, quite as much um, and didn't get mu- as much time on the ball. So, uh, yeah, do- take that how you will. He did still have a 96 um, uh, AFL fantasy score. So, which is really high, but obviously because of his use, uh, his SC score wasn't uh, nearly there. So, that was only a 78 from a 96, which... um, So, yeah, look, if you're thinking about getting Westhoff in and then you decided against it because of this week's score, which is his lowest score of the season, um, I would say it's probably an anomaly as opposed to the norm.
1: Is that the first round you brought him in, Chris? It Second, is, yeah, ooh, first yeah. round. Hey, so. you got the curse. Uh, the it's
2: bend probably curse. me,
1: yeah. Uh, you're lucky, Stones, that I happen to click back on Facebook, mate, because uh, he wants to know, should uh, you trade Darling to McDonald? Uh, I think you're better off going Darling to Gray than McDonald.
2: Oh, no, McDonald's doing really well, but... If you're playing for overall, go to Gray because you can get another week out of him, which means his, you've got at least... Think about this. And his team's anarchy at the moment. Yeah, well, think, think about this. Um, 100 points, let's say, is is the mark that you're going to miss by not having uh, Tom McDonald in your team in two weeks. So, that means that um, you would have to say that uh, McDonald will have to out-average Gray by over 100 points over the remaining rounds of the season to make it worth your while. Now, having said that, if you've got cover in the form of a rookie that's going to take that place, the difference difference, lowers. However, you still have to take that into consideration. So, um, for me, either wait or get grey.
1: No, weight's injured.
2: <laughs> I see what you do that. Who's on first? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So funny when he jokes.
1: Anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Rockcliffe, uh, 41. Yeah. Um, painful Focus for Focus well
2: with a, with a 61 is, is not good. Oh,
1: and Dixon started off really well as well, and then he kind of got a bit injured. Could like, not his knee. kick
2: straight to save his life.
1: Except for the end, he kicked yeah, one. Yeah,
2: kick, kicked one big one at the end. Yeah, you're right
1: look out but um, yeah that's pretty much it for that Gunston got another 99 good old Gunston yep uh, so let's move on to this game really quickly um, Geelong and the Suns not much to know except Tim Kelly went ham Duncan literally came running off the back square
2: and no one marked him up no
1: one marked him up like three times in a row and one uh, of them he actually went straight through and just like bam took a, got inning, a clearance
2: bam. yeah oh dude I couldn't believe so Goal- what happened to the card contested football that the Gold Coast were playing at the start of the year
1: and I was laughing, because in draft, this guy decided to put a captain on Duncan and not Fife. And uh-huh. I was laughing, going, ha, huh, what a rookie. Next minute, Duncan, one thir-
2: 136 and five hits. Hey, check out the Rook. I know. He probably forgot the and then claimed that he didn't actually. Yeah, nah, I did it like, like, on purpose. No, oh, Duncan's yeah, going to go yeah, nuts, because I had
1: Dangerfield. I'm like, ha, huh, Duncan versus Dangerfield.
2: What a laugh. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But um... Look, and it was a whitewash. It was a complete whitewash. Gold Coast didn't even turn up. Yep. Um,
1: Ablett playing a completely different role than well, he's used to as well.
2: There was so many times where there was un like it was uncontestable. Kelly, honestly, no one was on any any Geelong player at all. But the amount of times that they had Geelong players streaming through the midfield on their own. I, I, I just was like shaking my fist in the air oh. like the coach must have been wanting to kill people
1: Mate, seriously it was, literally it was you insane. Have, if you have a look at it right so you have Stephen May injured Aaron Hall injured Heron couldn't find the pill they yeah but they dropped Jared Lyons <laughs> 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 the great. that keeps
2: going oh, great. I don't expect that well done yeah but at the, like at the same time like you've got you, they've dropped Jared Lyons who was their best mid for the first what six weeks They've got Barlow in the twos that just got another 41 possessions that can't get a gig. Like, is it is it coaching? Is it the players? I don't know. I can't tell you that. But that that was terrible. First home game of the year. Literally their first home game of the year and they give that performance. And Abbott laughs at them with three goals and 37, I reckon yeah. 20 of which were uncontested. Oh, more. What was his uncontested? Like 24. He, he
1: barely 20, 24 to 27 uh, uncontested possessions. Barely got a contested yeah. ball. Well, he's playing different footy. He's playing outside. Oh, he's, not, he's not inside. He's not going to get banged up anymore. He's a different role than he used to be.
2: I'm sure he does not mind that at all. Nope. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, there's nothing else to say apart from Gold Coast. If, you're, if your team's playing Gold Coast... They're probably
1: going to score well. Yep, I so. 100% agree. And Ablet under 500k for the first time, like, ever.
2: Yep, um, which is an interesting option, but I, I, think- I can't rely on him with his body. No, you can't. So, unless you b- bring him in as your ablet M nine maybe or yeah but even like then that. you'd
1: have to wait till after he's buy and he'll probably go up in price anyway so. yeah
2: so by that time it's not worth it
1: Yep, so pretty much you have to ride on him for two rounds and then have a buy or yeah. you know but
2: it's probably not a viable trade if you're looking at overall scoring if you're looking at um league then yeah you might be an option as a as an M nine for you
1: yeah but apart from that I think there's not much else really for that game to be honest so speaking of which I probably watched the first uh, part of the Essendon Richmond game and then about half time I was like eh
2: yeah, it was about the same, wasn't it? It yeah. was uh, again I'm not sure if Eston didn't rock up or if Tigers are actually that good and
1: uh, No, seriously, I heard even at half time the um the pre game entertainment went walkabout.
2: <laughs> everyone just everyone just Everyone just up. was like, eh. Yeah. It was a bad game to watch. And I mean
1: Caddy again.
2: Yeah, I know. He's just he's he's making a mockery goals. out of it. Like, what's isn't he, he
1: doing? He's kicking goals. I think he's
2: just laughing at you. He, he heard is. Who this guy called Ben I, on Subtraction Side?
1: Here's a funny thing. He's <laughs> averaging well, right? I'll, I'll grant that there is no way I am bringing him in my side because every time I have Caddy, he does horrible. It's true. Every time.
2: You know, um, he's probably averaging more than Martin at this point now.
1: <laughs> Dude, Dusty? <laughs> yeah.
2: Let's oh. have a look. What's uh, what, what's Caddy averaging and what's Dusty averaging? I, re- I reckon Caddy's averaging more than Dustin. Caddy
1: is averaging 100.4. Ah, uh, it's not then. Uh, Martin uh, Dusty Martin is averaging 105.
2: Not, yeah. not much more. Um, look, um, you can't get rid of Martin. He's not hurting you anyway because everyone's got him. So why I think about it? He might be a luxury trade at the back end of the buyers after the buys.
1: Yeah, but then he'll probably come out and start going 140. So Yeah,
2: probably. Um, it's more likely that they'll just rest him until the back end of the season. You can't play the way that Dusty plays for 22 rounds of football. Like Crips. Exactly right except they have to play in that way because they got no one else. They have
1: no one else. That's
2: the difference. It's the same with Grey. I reckon they're more likely to play Grey in the guts yep. Towards the end of the season
1: Well 100% They're just putting their Porsche In the garage Giving it a polish yeah. now and then Starting the engine Giving it a run over Doing a lap around the block With a you know armoured escort Yep And then they just park it up Whereas Crips, Especially
2: because they don't need to I well, mean Richmond are running over Essendon like it's nothing Without exactly Without really and, him in second and year And Cripps,
1: Cripps is the carney And they have no one there And he's forced to run Dodgeham cars all night Exactly right and you expect him not to get banged up I Come back here I can still bite you <laughs> <laughs> no, I made that game's fair, eh? <laughs> you want me to $10.
2: Um, so, look, um, Devin Smith was probably the biggest disappointment of the night for me. Oh. 77 SC, but he turned the ball. They're, like Dream Team. Kicking. He needs. Yeah, he got a 129 in Dream Team. Yeah, like, that's a big differential. Huge. And it was all basically his kicking. Like He still had the tackles, he still had the, like, enough possessions for him to turn up easily. And he, I think he even kicked a goal as well. There's, there's points in the match where he probably needs to learn to be more Crips-like and just handball. Because well, I think his kicking efficiency is really poor.
1: I heard Chris.
2: I think he went at 50%. I right?
1: heard Chris. He wanted to be more Smith-like. Which one? And sputtered up.
2: All the Smiths, <laughs> all the Smiths, Zach Smith, Tim Smith, he's all one of the-, the Smiths. <laughs> if there was a Smith, he's that like, you know what? Robinson Tim Smith
1: again. did bad this week. He copped a knock. I'll just um, bring myself down.
2: It was not good. Um, and Hurley was not good anyway. Again, he actually had some real bad clangers. Um, his break even's now up to 150, which is insane.
1: And it's amazing because he is 487K. He is going to be so cheap. Well,
2: that's what I mean. So th- the problem with this is that even after one week, which is what it is until he's buy, he's still probably not going to have bottomed out.
1: No, but he so, will be under 450K.
2: But you'll need him. Because you'll need a yeah a buy player that's come off the bye to be able to fill into your background for uh, your backline for round fourteen. Yep. So I'm probably going to have to um yeah just pay a little bit extra for him. If you want him, I he's got this week. He's got this week to show me that he's the premium. He's come, that we he want. got
1: injured and then coming back off injury, so yeah. I think I'll give him a bit of grace.
2: If he goes over hundred, I'll get him in. If he doesn't, I'll look elsewhere. I, I
1: I'm still bringing don't him. Have, in. He's I, in my plan. I'm not changing my plan. I don't have There's room nobody. for
2: stragglers. He's actually not averaging amazing. If you look at his average, what's what's Hurley averaging now?
1: Uh, good old Hurls is averaging 96.3. 96 Ninety six. So get over yourself. So there's Chris.
2: about four or five guys that are averaging more that I could pick up. Don't like knock Kate, him. I could pick up Kate Simpson, Don't knock him. who's averaging over 100.
1: I never knock on nobody.
2: <laughs> is that a Fast and Furious yeah. reference? All right. I respect that. Good work. Um, yeah. So outside of that, I mean, look, you know what's interesting about. Um, a Richmond every week there's a different hero in their team
1: Edwards so
2: therefore yeah exactly this week it was Edwards therefore there's never really anyone to talk about in terms of oh this premium scoring well this premium like does anyone have anyone outside of Dusty maybe they've got Caddy
1: hey look and Ellis got uh, a 108 to reward his 1% of ownership
2: (laughs) yeah We've still got him. That's that's sad. That's sad. Um, but he's at 356k. If you think that he may have a uh, rebounding season, it's not a bad little jump on now. But uh, what's his break even at? It's probably still pretty high.
1: Uh, 46. Oh,
2: he's gonna go up. So after that one, yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, well, he's had 50s. He's pretty much bottomed out like Billings, but yeah. then got 100. How does <laughs> yeah. that feel?
2: Oh, it feels great. Anyway, everybody's doing it.
1: Uh Essendon could be a good one as well versus Brisbane this week. So like a Zach Merritt. Especially um, so after a really getting a good option. Thumped. And especially after Robbo breaking his toe uh, as well. So I think um, that should actually bode well for your mate, uh, McCluggage.
2: Yeah, well, uh, no, he did get- a calf last week. Oh, really? In the game. So I'll be surprised oh, wow. if he plays this week.
1: Okay, fair enough yeah. then. Okay, so probably good for Keys or, you know, Beast Matheson.
2: Yeah, so someone will have to come in. That was, yeah, they <laughs> got decimated. We'll get to that. But um, let's move on to the next game, shall we? And we've got...
1: West Coast and Saints. Uh, Saints did have a good little run back on there, but it was junk time. Nah,
2: they literally... They, they had the Q in the rack halfway through the third quarter. Yep. And Saints just piled on, what, six or seven goals to try and get within...
1: And good old Savage scoring more than uh, Webster this week.
2: Yeah, well, Webster's role's changed. Yeah. It, so he it, was... It,
1: it'll be temporary. Like, give it a couple of weeks and then he'll be fine.
2: There so. were times, though, that they definitely could have kicked to Webster and they chose not to, but he was in the wrong position. You so can sit with us. Well, he was getting dragged out of the 50, and he's usually sitting in the 50 as one of the last defender to clear the ball. Um, And he was getting dragged out of the 50, and then when they're trying to move the ball, he wasn't getting back, and behind the play, he was actually trying to lead up towards targets, and they weren't kicking to him because he was out of position. How dare they? So, you know, it was just... Uh, I, I I expect that to go another week. I don't expect them to score too much this week.
1: I don't think that's a very good trend, Chris. And uh, here, here's why. So I actually spoke to St Kilda this week. Oh, uh, not about their piss-poor performance. It wasn't by
2: email. Was it a BCC or a CC? Did you make that mistake?
1: Uh, I thought it was a CC, but, um, look, it was specifically to website. I said, look, man, it's not good enough. Right, These guys aren't kicking you the football. Your team's horrible. So I'm not going to rip on the team because mm-hmm. let's, we've done that enough. All right? well, it's not about trying to play finals anymore. It's about trying to savor your super coach. You you that's sports, true. right? That's I was true. very upset for you not for me mm. I was upset for you Chris so I thought I'd give him a call and I said mate these guys are overlooking you That's not on it is 100% not acceptable you need to dye your hair or some shit <laughs> you need to make yourself more known he's gonna go the full right? the, the full Ackermanis or the full orange even something <laughs> something so when they look up all they see is they're like oh my god is that Clayton Oliver no it's my man Webster <laughs> with like bright orange hair kick it to the men
2: I, I, well, that makes sense. If, we, yeah. if he actually does come out this week. I would love it if he came out with, like, bright orange hair. Webster, if you're listening, dye your hair this week. For sure. Make yourself um, known. No, and look, and Savage actually, it benefited from that because he was the deepest rebounding defender.
1: Yeah. And um, the problem was, Webster has the uh, the Billings haircut, mate. That's why they're not kicking it to him. Yeah, well. <laughs> they think it's Billings. They're like, there's a bit of glare. Is that, is that Billings? I'm going to kick it this other way. Savage. I can spot Savage. <laughs> spot Savage a mile
2: away. And... Um, well, Billings is still sputting it up. What I can't understand is um, a team like St. Kilda going absolutely terrible. Even when Billings had the ball, he was not kicking it well. So he had he had the ball 40 metres out angle. Oh, it was 45 out point. But he still doesn't kick the ball well. So why have him forward to centre? Why not chuck him into the guts? Who else do you have in there that's really performing that you couldn't say, you go play forward, or you go play behind oh, the ball? I,
1: I just can't believe it. He's going down quicker than Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Like a massive fall from grace. Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, look, anyway, let's get to the uh, the, the West Coast side thing. So Nick Nat, as I said, I think he will definitely benefit from.
1: Well, I'm keeping him for the rest of the year unless I trade him to Grundy as a luxury trade. But if if anything's shown, he's averaging pretty well. Oh yeah. He's, yeah, averaging fairly well. His body's going to get better as the year goes on. Yep. So the first half of the year was the big worry. Yep. Halfway now, he gets a rest again. I reckon he could absolutely explode yep. in the back end.
2: I'm I'm thinking the same. I think <laughs> I think that well, at least the four, next four to six weeks with uh, Darling out, yes. massively, massively, massively helps Nat Nui, and they're going to have to reevaluate when when they come back because he's going to be in such good form. Do we bring Jack Darling back and do we still play light set, set, or are they going to punt him? I reckon they might punt set I think they might punt set and keep um, keep Ryan in there. I was just laughing at my
1: innuendo about exploding in the back end. That's <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I love exploding in the if back end. If anyone had me just kind of like wait a few seconds and then a little Perth moment, two hours delay, I was like, oh. <laughs> no, it was good.
2: I-, I liked it. Chuffed. Don't get me wrong. Um, the interesting thing, though, would be, okay, so if they don't play set who do they play as their backup? Ruckman, because they've used McGovern in that role before. Um, They could possibly play Darling, but he's really not tall enough. He's probably, you know, he can. He's got the strength, but he's probably not tall enough to be a, a real backup ruckman. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if they do go that way, what sort of style that they have. Oh, um, I
1: think they might even use a shepherd, Brad Shepherd. Yeah, because he gets the free stick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow sheep joke <laughs> no, that, that was good uh, that was that was really you're good. like Shepard what the fuck <laughs> are they use Shepard I'm like he's not that tall it might be like 187 like yeah. I don't know
1: anyway he gets a free stick
2: um, yeah so look McGovern's still like absolutely cleaning up and good on him um, I actually had a uh, life set on my uh, draft team this week I saw and then you've so dumped enjoyed- him already haven't you have well, you pumped yeah because he's not playing this week so I don't need him yeah that's fair uh, I only dropped Poor him because uh, um, Sandy was out with concussion for the week. So, so I just... What anarchy this minute. week
1: with injuries, though. Yeah. Like, you know, we've already mentioned Hall and this, this, and the other. Like, Robbo out for the Lions. Yep. Broken toe. Charlie um, Cameron. Charlie Cameron came out being like, oh, he's going to miss, like, two months. And then, oh, wait, no, he's not. He's done, like, this list was
2: it a Frank. So it's the same yeah. injury that um, Rory Sloan has. Ooh. Now, here's except, the thing with Rory they've Sloan. R- they've
1: ruled him out for the year. No, Rory... Sloane. No, yeah, Sloan. Exactly. I mean, yeah.
2: Sloan, Sloan they're saying, oh, yeah, he'll be back in three weeks. Bullshit! You, you you tell me that he's going to be back in three weeks and I will show you a lie.
1: Well, did you hear that how funny, though, with um, so Adelaide and they're talking about Brad Crouch and like, oh, no, we're just going to wait wait a yep. couple of weeks and ease him in. And then, and then he went on, Brad yep. Crouch went on radio and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, he goes, oh, we'll, we'll just see if, how it goes in the next couple of weeks. Otherwise, I'll just go to, yeah, I'll have to get surgery. And the next minute, oh, so he's saying this, the club's saying that, next minute he's having surgery, his ear's yep. done.
2: Because the club's a fucking pack of liars. Yep. They, they are all lying about injuries. There that's is no ironic way... because
1: it's a pack of crows, isn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah, that is ironic. There is no way I would be absolutely gobsmacked if Rory Sloan comes back in three weeks. And I tell you what, if they lose the next three rounds, there is no way that he comes back. They will not risk playing Rory Sloan if there's no chance of them playing finals. Why would you do that? This sort of injury has ended careers. So why would you go and risk your, your the best player that you've had? Well maybe, in your club? Maybe,
1: well, maybe they'll risk him because they know he's not going to be there next year. <laughs> well, there's
2: also that. You know, may, maybe he says, "Look, if you, you're going to mismanage my injury, I'm just going to go." Yeah, there, yeah, and then I'll see you. There's you know, there's so much. Well, that's what. Um, well, Dan Swan didn't sue, but he got compensation for that injury. So he did it, he did it in round one and then didn't make it back by round 22. Now, not obviously different people, different ages, different healing ability. And it probably was maybe a difference severity. But at the end of the day, it's the same injury. Mm. One's coming back in, what, six to eight? Not even that. One's come- One didn't make it back in 22 rounds. There's That, that disparity doesn't sit with me. Uh, there's no way he's coming back. But- uh, good on the Lions. How did they want to saying, work out that compo? Is
1: like how many pinnacle is can I have in a year?
2: I think it's based on like because he didn't get any match payments for the entire year, and then so he's
1: just suing for the difference.
2: Yeah, and then he was actually contracted an extra year, I think, and uh, or had an option if he played a certain amount of games, but because he didn't play that certain amount of games, it completely threw it out the window. Um, Brisbane, it was just painful to watch.
1: Oh, the first half. We have not won a first quarter yet. Yeah, you know um, I mean, like they in the second half, I think we were like maybe won by a point or lost, like we kind of negated it. But that first quarter, absolute annihilation. I watched the first half, and then again, like the uh Essendon and Richmond game, turned it off. Yep, well, it, it that told me enough, it told me enough, and I was like, you know it, what, it was it
2: all happened quickly. But then when you know, when, when Charlie Cameron went down, and at first, I was like, oh. Oh, he's just limping off. He's got an ankle. They'll roll. It. He'll strap it up and they'll be back on. Yeah, he's then lying. they He'll showed him in the second half uh, trying to get up and trying to walk on it. He still couldn't walk on it. Literally could not walk on it. Couldn't put any sorry, any any weight on it. It was. I was just like, wow. Like, I did not see that coming. Then they didn't even tell us during the broad. Like, I didn't see it, but McCluggage went off in the second quarter or the first quarter. Didn't notice he wasn't on for the entire second quarter and then at the end of half time they're like oh yeah he's um he's out with a calf." all right so that so at half time he's, okay. he's just gone um, Robbo robo went out in the i think first quarter as well didn't play until the end of um the second half and then came back and then played a little bit forward but didn't really get around the ball no. too much Well,
1: yeah he had a broken toe
2: so yeah i mean what do you do um Dane Beams, we, we did have a tweet about this. 32 <coughs> possessions and five goals for 119.
1: And he got tagged by Jacobs at the start of the game. Yeah,
2: he did. And they just let that go. So a large reason why they came back was because Beams kicked those goals late, obviously. Yep. Um, and they were junk time goals, which means that um they weren't scaled like, like they would in normal goals.
1: Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. Like, to start the game, Jacobs running with Beams, and I think it was uh, Hartung or something, running with Zork. I guess, was, yeah, Hartung being running and or getting tackles. I think Jacobs did eventually you know work his way around a little bit, but... um. Yeah, I was very surprised actually, because Beams will get his contested ball anyway. So
2: Yeah, I, I didn't understand the tag at all, to be honest. Um nope. just shut down Zorko. Yeah. But they, I mean they didn't need to. I mean they they were using the ball very cleanly and that was very much helped by Paul Ahern. So I was really, really oh. impressed with his play. And Anderson. His foot skills are amazing. Anderson. Yeah. Well, Anderson went down injured. as well. Yep. So he scored a six or something. Yeah. Yep. He pretty much got on field. Well, I said to you, I said, I
1: don't even see yeah, yeah, I've like, seen him. Yeah, he- I was like, yeah, he's been on the field. And you're like, what, for the quintos? And um, no, He was. Because I saw he him. He, he pretty much, he yeah. got, I think he got the ball, gave it off, got it back, had a shot on goal, got it behind, and then next minute, injured, off.
2: And that was it. That was his day. Well, there was three late... Oh, well, there was uh, essentially three really big yeah, things wait, ignore. Wait so ignore. Yeah. Wait, wait was done. in Wait in a really late in the pregame. For the cruiser. But they also had a, a late in as well for someone else. Someone else was late, a late in.
1: Uh, yes, so... They had a
2: late change to... I can't remember. But I think it was maybe um, the day before that they actually changed them.
1: Oh, right. Well, there's one just before the game. Yes, correct. You are you are correct. And uh, apparently I did hear on uh, Dr. Supercatch, some people might have even put the... So the guy that came in for weight had the uh, C on him as a loophole. Oh, as a loophole option. Yeah, he got there. a total of 40 uh, points, I think it was.
2: That sucks. Murphy, I think it was. So. And, and there was no way to know. I didn't even know until the ball was bounced. And they said, oh, it's just coming through now. And... He hadn't even warmed up. So he was on the bench and doing warm-ups down the sideline because he couldn't... There's nowhere else to warm up. So he hadn't actually gone out and warmed up with the team because he was an emergency. So he was really, really laid in.
1: That's crazy. Uh, Zorko not doing too bad. 103 this week. So he's actually had a pretty good month, I think. Uh, So last five-round average, 121.6. So if you brought him in on that low period... Uh, you're looking pretty good. Yes,
2: as it actually turn, it's turned yeah, around. Yeah, so for now me. he's
1: at 532. So, what did he get down to? About 430? So, he's it's pretty much four, picked up. It?
2: Yeah, just over, uh, over 400. Four. Wasn't he? So, yeah. I think it was
1: about 430 maybe because Rocky went under. Um. So, yeah, he's pretty much made another 100k after he dropped. Break even of 118 at the moment. So look, I'm not against. For those who got Zorko, I wanted to, but I just didn't have faith because I thought he would just
2: kept. I, I still wouldn't get Zorko because there's every chance. he Well, that I next thought he was just going to keep on getting tagged. tagged but, week after he gets but tagged, but he's not at this point. So look. Beams gets tagged. And he pulls out on 119 with well, five beams goals. Will get, so. Beams
1: will get it anyway. That's why I don't. Yeah. It makes no sense. Harris Andrews another hundred. He is just keeping on keeping. on. I was on.
2: hating watching Harris Andrews spoil everything that came in his different
1: oh, direction. Oh mate, 92.1 average now. He is actually doing well, really if well. if you have
2: a look, like Ben Brown didn't actually go to. Well and he uh, got it, seventy-nine. Yeah. So uh, you know, and Andrews on Ben Brown, and that's probably the worst that he's played all year. And I don't necessarily think it was he played bad.
1: Andrews is that good. He's very good. He's like I said, he's quick. He's on my radar got, next year. He's got go-go arms, like he's literally go-go, he's, go go well they're saying that he's better than like you look at you know, as in when they were younger, like rants. And some of these other guys, you know what I mean? Like Tom McDonald when he was defending, like these guys...
2: I think he's winning the Golden Fist Award as well. uh, Oh, he is. World
1: record Golden Fist. (laughs) Literally. So much so that some ladies in America are like Googling Golden Fist going, what is this Golden Fist? (laughs) Where can That's I get so me some true. of this golden fist?
2: You know, Harris Andrews. Why does he have two surnames? Is it because he's tall and has long arms? <laughs> Is it because he
1: oh, has long arms?
2: He's got two first names. Can't trust that guy. Can't trust that guy.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, so Luke McDonald, 132. Best game he's had in a long, long while. Would not recommend bringing him in, though, nah, however. Except Higgins. for draft, if you need coverage. Higgins,
2: though, again. Again, again Higgins. 127. And, and Goldstein's also coming back into the fold with a 123. So he's had, uh, I think, three or That's four times in the trot. Yeah,
1: exactly. So if you have him, though, now, it's like, well... You can't, yeah. Exactly. What do you do now? I'm
2: not going to trade to him. So I'd, I'd
1: go, I'd go Goldie to Grundy though, maybe.
2: Yeah, potentially after same, the buy. Same yep. buy, but mm-hmm. um,
1: well, it's possible. You know, if you're going to upgrade to anyone, you have to go to the best. Surely, yep. that's the only way to go around it. So um, Paul him
2: with um 29 posies and a goal. Yep. Um, I'm actually disappointed that he only got 84. From that. Yeah, I'm. So with you. my issue is that he obviously will need high disposal numbers because a lot of it's uncontested. Um.
1: So he hopefully gets better for, after the run, but um, look, let's oh see yeah, look,
2: I, I, I'm I'm confident that he's still going to be a good scorer, but I'm not going to expect an 85 average. Out of no, him. for sure,
1: 65 maybe. Yeah.
2: He's I'm definitely going to get him in my team, but he's going to be a guy that I'm going to have on the bench, and he'll be my uh, rotator between mid and forward. Mid and forward, yeah. So I'll have him. Uh, he's probably going to come in for Spargo if not this week, then next week. Yep. Um, I I don't know if I'll put him on this week or next week. Doesn't really matter to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I might go early. I might too, because Spargo is probably going to get 40 points if he's even in the team. Well,
1: and he could, yeah. I think his break-even is like 52 now, Spargs. So.
2: Yeah, so I probably will go Ahern in this week, and then I'm co- contemplating going um, Logan Austin, um, but I, don't like, I really don't like his bite. It really kills me. So see what happens there. Kamey Rainer is playing good football
1: he is playing good football and it's a bit hit and miss at this point in time but he did do some really good things Uh, except for I think a couple of boys dropped a mark like spoiled each other which was stupid yeah but he's the better mark I'd say get out of his way he's obviously clearly he's the best one touch mark he's a big boy get out of the way for sure I do agree with you there he just clunks them he's got huge Uh, Alexander Christensen negative three poor guy Oh, he got scaled down Poor
2: guy. That was so upsetting. Uh yeah, he got knocked out, and uh, who did the knockout? They got they got suspended for a week. So, um, who was the guy that I actually went through? Yeah, they Someone got. got so, I was too got busy focusing uh, on the fight. Simkin oh right Simpkin is uh, not that it's really SC relevant but no. yeah he got well, done. He,
1: well he's like oh it's the same penalty as what happened when I got uh, drunk and nearly got run over by a car yeah exactly so, so, so yeah Simkin, <laughs> and uh, probably put his feet up and watch some cartoon reruns some of The uh,
2: Simpsons
1: oh that was a terrible joke yeah, that was you I'm need sorry.
2: to you need to rewind that we might edit oh, look, that out no we're not going to we should to. call
1: ourselves the Febreze brothers <laughs> Febreze brothers you thinking fresh start <laughs> uh, okay Collingwood and Fremantle Chris you can talk about this one yeah uh, uh
2: well I mean whitewash oh, there's it was a whitewash and uh, it was upsetting because I had Fyfe as captain I thought he would at least put up a fight he actually did have a really good last quarter but still only scored I think 20, 22 points or whatever um and they got even though they got pumped by 10 goals uh Collingwood were up ups by 87 or something at one point like it was a smashing so they got some goals late to um to compensate uh I, I just I just want more time to talk about Tom Phillips Oh, he's killing Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. He got 10 disposals in the first 10 minutes of the game and then got two for the next 10. But he, he reminds me way too much of, of Dane Swan. Everything about him screams, yeah, he's not overly quick, but he's very good endurance. Can
1: we call him so, like, can we create a nickname or something for him, Chris? Like Tom Forrest Phillips? Does that sound right? Tom,
2: Tom Forrest. What the, what the hell? I don't get well, it. Because he runs a lot. <laughs> Tom Forrest Phillips. Oh, Forrest, Forrest Gump. I think it'd be a good I name like man. it. Tom Forrest Phillips. Or we could go... Um, just Gump. or I don't know. He, uh, he doesn't really look like a Gump. Forrest, Forrest works, but let's just call him Forrest. Yeah, let's call him Forest. Just Forrest. Just straight okay. up Forrest. Forrest. Your new name is Forrest. <laughs> um, he... Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. How many possessions did he end up getting on the day? Uh, it was ridiculous. Um, but he had also one... Uh, there's a couple of interesting stats that I like about Tom Phillips at the moment. So... Do you, guess what, you probably won't be able to guess this, but um, do you know what draft pick he was taken at in his draft? Uh, 56. 58. Ooh. The only other Collingwood player to be drafted at that 58 was Dane Swan. There's like ridiculous similarity, right? Now, the other thing I really like about him this year, and that people are talking him up as a guy that is all Australian, and here's why. He's the only player in the AFL right now to have five games of 30 plus possessions and one goal a game in those games. The next one down is Nat 5. He's absolutely having a breakout season. And had I have known that he was going to go on this run, I would have had him in earlier. He's now averaging, what's he averaging now? It's, it's, it's pretty high for someone who had a really bad start to the season. So his 101 average, he's got a five-round average of 113 and a three-round average of 124. He had a His round one score was ridiculously low. And then he's also been hindered by that 60 that he copped with his, uh, when he got knocked out at half time. So kicked and Cole gets knocked out and he got a 60. So that would have been yeah, essentially probably a 110, 120 game. Yeah, so we he's got a one, 119,
1: 131, got knocked out on 61, then a 121, and then a. 119. Round 10, run 122,
2: and then a 131. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. Uh, guys, unreal. Guys putting up numbers like. Any other premium midfielder? One percent ownership. One percent ownership. He's on my radar. If he comes out this week and does the same thing, I don't know how I can say no to a one percent ownership guy. That's probably a better M8 than anyone else out there. So I'm I'm seriously looking at him. Um, I I definitely want him in for next year. Go for it. It's He's like going to be the it's guy like crouch
1: of last year, right?
2: Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, hopefully not. The, the, the thing about um that I, I like compared to Crouch is Crouch often gets a lot of handball receives. And then what he does with the ball is not much. And so he needs a lot of disposals to score well. Um, Tom Phillips can can kick goals and Crouch isn't really a goal kicker. So I think he gets a lot of his scores from diff- from a different method. They do use him on the spread. He's I'm- the guy that gets out wide really fast from a congested situation and receives a, a mark and and keeps running. And he's also he's a metres gain sort of guy.
1: I was referring to his strong back end to the year. Oh, okay,
2: Not, not cool. his style of play. No, I do. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, okay, I think we've probably covered enough about Tom Phillips. I'm obsessed with him. I love him. Um, I actually was calling for him at the start of the year to be dropped. I didn't think he was up to AFL standard. So I'm putting my hand up and saying, hey, I was wrong. That was, like, clearly, clearly wrong. <laughs> Um, Maynard actually came back and uh, had a good game, 121 coming back. I don't think he's going to be a good long-term option if you're no, looking the at best that. best game he's played in a while, so. Yeah, and, um, I mean, Adams again, same thing. Uh, look, I think all the midfielders in Collingwood basically had a, had a clean-up. Um, on the uh, Fremantle side of things, Neil's lucky to get a 104, to be completely honest. Um, kicked a goal that was not even a free kick. He got a, a, a goal from a free kick. Free, Excuse me, sorry. Um, Tommy Sheridan kicked the golf from outside fifty. That's probably what uh, what happened there. Yeah,
1: I think Stevenson as well. Uh, thirty four this week. Break even of a hundred. I think it's time to go. Uh, yeah, so well, I mean, three, you could probably play him this week. Oh, yeah, one one more week, just, I mean. Just Break so, so you've got him 100. on your field. Uh, but, yeah, when he has his buy, I would be moving him on. Uh, 320K is how much he is worth at this point in time. So, he's yep. made your money. Uh, 19% ownership. So, there's a lot of people that have him at this point, Chris. Um, Yep, so hold him for one more week and then uh, get rid of him there. So... Yep, and the last game of the round was the Screamer, Adelaide and oh, what GWS. what a great game. Uh, it was a very close. It was the only good
2: game of the weekend, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd put that uh, with you. Um, and, look, I, I just I just enjoyed watching... There's a couple of things I loved and there's a couple of things I didn't love. So what I didn't love was Canigo getting knocked out, not even knowing about it, and then oh. spending the entire fourth quarter just going... Why is... What's happening with Kaniglo? Where is he? Like, why is he not on the field? And then I find out after game. He was the game, killing it too. Yeah, he was on 89 at three-quarter time. Yep. So, actually, I think at halftime he was on 73. Yeah, he was killing it. So, he had absolutely amazing first half. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be awesome for my t- my score this week. And then, yeah. um, Giles Langdon, if you kept him, he obviously uh, did you well. with an money. Eight, finally. I've been wanting
1: to get rid of him for a
2: while, and now I've got to hold him for a bit longer. Yeah, <laughs> I got rid of him, so I didn't All have right. him, so... So it's um, like Holman all over again. Yeah. Well, there's see, but ha but I have Dodie. Where's Dodie, bro? Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Touché, oh sir. yes, yes, tache. Yes, I- I- incredibly right.
1: When I should have got rid of Murray and not <laughs> Dodi. Yes, yes, we are aware.
2: Um, Josh Kelly looked great, but um, I'm a little bit worried about his scoring output at this point in time. Yes,
1: I think 31 Disposal is not scoring yet. Uh, however, uh, they've vs Gold Coast this week, Chris. So he could be in for a nice, good old 135.
2: Yeah, that's that's true. He does have the he can go big. He's had 160s and 170s. Well, he could so. go
1: 170 but then he'll probably end up having two more weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um and look, uh Gibbs
2: actually had a, a decent score, but all of it was in the last quarter. So he had I think the first and, three uh, centre clearances of the game again, of the last quarter. Went
1: ham in fantasy and couldn't kick for shit.
2: Yeah, well, that's Gibbs for you. Yeah. Yeah. Squibs, I like to call him.
1: Um, now well, at least that Carlton, when he just used to spray the footy, there'd be some guy that doesn't know how to play footy just happens <laughs> to be where he's, he's kicking it. He's going in the Well, <laughs> just right, happens to be sense. where he kicks it. And Gibbs with the shank. Oh, one of the players is there because he's not in a good position. Gibbs is
2: such an overrated footballer. I can't believe people love Gibbs. He barely does anything. The one week he does out of five, you go, oh, he actually is looking pretty good. He just gets lucky. <laughs> There's nothing good about Gibbs as a footballer. But anyway. Well, he
1: used to have the haircut going for him and... Right, look, now we at the start,
2: something we said at the start of the season. He's the third best midfielder at Carlton. He's gone to um, he's gone to Adelaide to be the third best midfielder. there.
1: Yeah, all he had all he had going for him was his hair, and now all he has going for him is his wife. So <laughs> she's pretty hot. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Rory Laird, so one eleven. Um,
2: thank God he hit a ton. Unfortunately, this week uh, he's got a fractured hand. Fraction hand. Oh. Um, so I don't know if that happened at the game or if that happened. Um, Either way, he's in doubt. Yeah, he may still play, but it'll be like an Oliver situation. So Oliver had hand surgery two weeks ago, um, and that week that he played and the week after, he had really poor scores. Yep. So I wouldn't anticipate Rory Laird. Don't put him as a VC option if you're doing it that way. I would not. Can't trade him, but you've just got to hold him. And if um, if he doesn't show, then that, again, helps my side because I still have, I'll still have even if him and Fife, or him and Fife now aren't playing, so I'll still have 19 players. Yeah, I, so think, that, I think it's... A though, lot of those, people will have like 16, those, 17 Yeah, now. for those
1: that have a full team, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, if he's out of my defense, I am in ruins at this point in time. But yep. um, yeah, we'll see how we go.
2: Fair enough. Um, Hugh Greenwood again. Keep on, keep on. I don't think he's going gonna to be like a, a Crips... Style. I mean, the reason why Crips does what he does is because he gets its volume of, of contested possessions. Yep. I think Greenwood's, Greenwood's more, a great player. Oh, he's
1: more valuable with Laird and those kind of guys. Yeah. And, and Brad Crouch. If Laird and Brad Crouch were in, I yeah. mean, not Laird, sorry, um, Sloan and Brad Crouch were in, different story.
2: Oh, yeah, and he's probably not even playing.
1: No, correct. No. Or playing a different role for sure.
2: Yeah, I worry about them. They play, um a lot of the next however many rounds, they, play, they still have Sydney to play. I think they still play West Coast. They play they, they play all the top four and they're not playing good footy no I, I really worry about them making the eight I don't reckon they're going to and especially if if Rory Sloan doesn't come back I I, I doubt that their ability to make the eight that was a crunch game for them and I think that uh GWS because they're only they don't need to worry about percentage so that's one thing that's in their favor i I think with two points behind Adelaide I think that they're a better chance of making the eight than than um than Adelaide are.
1: Well, that's fair enough
2: their, their guys are starting to come back now and if they come come back now they can get a run going before the final series. So. Well,
1: he'd have sure had a bit of a slow burn this one.
2: Yeah, annoying. And it, But you know, he had um 22 possessions and 21 kicks. Yeah, but it I, I don't know how many of them were
1: him in the um... Well, and he, Take gave, and kick ass, well, kick and he gave away free kick as well. Like one of them I saw. Does. Well, one of Well, one guys. of them was stupid because he ran and he kind of jumped and I reckon he got a fist to the ball. But then because the guy was kind of like going backwards to try and mark it, he fell over and yep. then like beep front on contact. It's like, man, yeah. I'm pretty sure he got all ball. He actually got a couple of contested marks as well. I saw heater, that little, little, which was quite jump, nice. little jump over. And then he kicks the ball out in the
2: full. <laughs> it, was a, it was a mixed bag of a heater tonight. Um,
1: I think you got well, 85, 86. But against Gold Coast could be a good VC. Yeah, maybe. Oh, he could yeah. be. Oh, maybe I'll do that.
2: Depends on how they Sure into danger. Depends on how they play. Old school. A lot of his points came from um, him just taking kick outs and kicking to himself and kicking long. Yeah. So he needs to... He was definitely behind the ball and he was playing a, a role again, but... Are the Gold Coast going to move the ball forward? I don't know. It'll be interesting.
1: It would be interesting. But I think that pretty much covers this for that game. I think, um, look, I think it's definitely the game of the round. Um, I think uh, Fogarty actually kicked a really good goal from the uh, the sideline. He did. Very good kick. He definitely uh, And he's playing and Murphy isn't. So that's always a plus for those guys that have him. Uh, uh, is, it
2: a, is it a godsend that they traded both Kelly and uh, Cameron and both of them are now out for the season? So, I know that it completely... Did, what I'm saying is, did they make the right decision? Are they going to justify it themselves by saying, oh, well, these guys were injury-prone, therefore that's why we...
1: No, I think there's no just, way they can no, do it. no, it's just the luck of the game. So, they it, got, rid, they got rid of two guys, well. and now they're gone for the year, and they're like, oh, well, that could have been us on top of everything else. But if that had happened at Adelaide, or Adelaide, their training, traded them. Yeah, no, no. Is it not even the training them, but talking about the injury issues they've already had up to this season. It's like, we well, got an ankle and a knee. Oh, yeah. but that's got to do with their hamstrings.
2: Yeah, I don't, reckon, I don't reckon you can ever l- just look like that in hindsight and well, go, just oh, luck. yeah. Well. And
1: Melbourne's now paying him so much money to do a year of rehab.
2: Yeah, and look, leave is that good, though. He he actually came into form in the last few games and was proving why he's so good at what he does. Charlie Cameron's had a fantastic year. He and has, and he's probably he had, had a fantastic high- year last year. Well, he's probably year, the highest so goal
1: scorer for Brisbane. Yep. So now they're he's in. He's probably
2: still going to be at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, barons! Oh. oh, Sting's and <laughs> i got nothing to say that. Because, I mean, Hipwood can't hit a barn door. It'll so. probably be Zorko
1: <laughs> now, so there you
2: go. Oh, uh, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, look, I hope you have enjoyed our Insights. Um, it is a tough way around, so however you navigate through the buys, let us know. Um, it is challenging. It is difficult. Um, try and get those guys on field. And, you know, if you're a and your whole team's falling apart, uh, may I suggest uh, having a coffee and a KitKat?
2: <laughs> Taking a break
1: Taking a break, Stones <laughs> Anyway, that's it for us uh, Supercoach Insider Please enjoy And enjoy the limited rounds this week
2: Thanks, guys See you guys Cheers I am invincible, Unbreakable
0: Unstoppable Unshakable